Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Music Mondays, man. It's your boy Zom Slays. This is episode 63 of Music Mondays. Um, I hope you all are well. Hope you all had a good Monday. Tonight, we have a very, very, very special show for you. Um, just a quick few announcements. SoundCloud Sunday, Volume 24 is live on our SoundCloud. Um, if you missed last week's episode of the podcast, Episode 62 is also live on the YouTube channel, man. Um, make sure you go check that out as well as visit allmusicmondays.com for our latest articles and written pieces. So, let's introduce our special guests. So I'd like to welcome independent recording artists Fury and DJ and producer Michael Jones. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Music Mondays. How are you guys? I am great. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Welcome. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you're good. Welcome to the show, man. <laughs> welcome to the show. I hope you're all well. Um, so how was your Monday, man? Um, what's going down with you guys? I got big bongs. That's why. That's what. <laughs> big bong. My nigga study. Shit, it's been a, it's been a cool little day. It's been a slow little day. Yeah, just Water. rainy day yeah. out in Houston for real. Rainy slow day out in Houston. Yeah, how is Texas select for you guys? What's going down out in Texas? How is that? Bro, Texas is cool because of the homies, but Texas sucks. Really? Nigga <laughs> said Texas sucks. I fuck with Houston. Houston's cool. Yeah, like Houston's cool. Houston's really like Gotham City, but I mean, Texas is the rest of Texas is really yeah, it's crashed out. Like, really ain't shit. You feel me out here? Nobody, but like, it's a couple of key places. Yeah, San Antonio's cool. There's like three cool cities, and then it's like the rest is like Texas is big, man. First off, Texas is fucking big. Texas is definitely big. Dude, I can drive three, four, five hours in one direction and not even hit a city. It's Man, insane. yeah, no, that that's absolutely crazy. All right, all right. So, before we get into details, right? Before we get into super Texas talk, man, um, let's talk about who you guys are, Fury. Um, let's talk about who you are as an artist. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are today in twenty twenty two. Who I am as a person and as an artist. Yeah. Shit. I just try to be a human being, you feel me? I just dropped a project, be patient with me, I'm only human. And that's to really stress the fact that I'm only human, you know what I'm saying? I live uh-huh. every day, take that shit as it, uh, as it comes. Right now I'm just fucking in a transition phase, you know what I'm saying? Going Love that. through a lot of shit, dealing with a lot of shit, learning how to deal with a lot of shit, and it's empowering, you feel me? So, if anything, Fury is just a... Just a regular fucking person, like you feel me? Anybody that's gonna listen to this shit, and I'm just, you know, putting that work in to fucking do what I want to do, and you feel me? Live the life I want to live, and I've managed to meet some great people along the way. Wow, oh, I actually really love that answer. Holy shit! Well said. Okay. Powerful as fuck. 
Yeah, moving on to <laughs> Michael. Um, you're a producer, yeah, and how am, I, how am I supposed to follow that? Up? Yeah. <laughs> how am I supposed to? Am I supposed to follow that up? No. So, <laughs> so, so you're a producer and a DJ. Tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are in 2022. Man, in 2022, who are you I'm today? Fucking full full time producer and fucking gamer essentially. That's all I fucking have time to do i'm just trying to make money you know enough money off this production and then i i uber eats and doordash a little bit on the side other than that i'm just trying to you feel me navigate get shows going shit like that you know right right love that so that's that's honestly two hustler mentalities if i've if i've ever heard honestly um so let's start from the beginning and let's talk about uh you guys's roots in not only music but in life um you guys both have separate backgrounds um yeah yeah michael you uh grew up separate from fury fury you grew up in vegas let's talk a little bit about that first and um how was vegas for you growing up and um what did you like about it did you not like anything about it how was your early years um, I'll say the formative years and shit growing up for real was just like, you don't have a lot to do in that city because it's made for like adults and shit. So we kind of just, you know, made our own fun and figured out how to, how to like make some money and shit. No one wanted to like, we're like 15, 16, like no one has a way to get to fucking work if we want to work a job or some shit. So it's like, you make certain decisions and you do certain things, you know what I'm saying? And you learn how to hustle, you learn how to make money, you learn how to, you feel me, pull something from nothing. And it was very much like a learning experience, you know what I'm saying? And it was just something that I kind of like take a lot from and wouldn't really be who I am today without. And that's the short answer of it pretty much. But as much as I learned a lot from Vegas also, you feel me? I have a lot of mm, negative energy towards it, negative feeling towards it. But at the same time, I love it. And it's the place that made me. Completely understandable. You know what I'm saying? And now that I'm a little bit older, I want to kind of dwell in the Sin City a little bit. You know what I'm saying? See what the hype is about. <clears throat> no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you both are currently located in Houston, but Michael, you uh, have roots in Atlanta. Tell us a little bit about Atlanta and what that was like for you growing up uh, in ATL. Dude, I love Atlanta. I was... I just remember... Um going to games a lot like falcons and hawks and braves games a lot uh because our neighbor had like some season tickets for all but he was a huge sports fan you know and he always uh invited me and my dad we were always going there and other than that like musically was always listening to fucking outcast hearing that on every fucking radio station you know um but no i really 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 love atlanta love 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 atlanta and i moved to uh texas when i was like it was like eighth grade, seventh grade, you feel me? And uh yeah, man. And then I fucking just dropped out as a sophomore, started getting money. But no, Atlanta's awesome. Like I think it's beautiful. I, I love the city part of it because it's like there's so much to do there. So, so, so much to do there. Right. And then there's like Georgia, you got beaches. I mean, you got really shitty places in Georgia, like <laughs> shitty people in Georgia. But like, but uh, I mean, you got you got beaches, you got you know, you got a, mountains, and then 
like the city atlanta like that's pretty much the only like big city or really only city like that has a downtown or anything like that uh in atlanta that's you know worth fucking or georgia rather that's worth fucking even mentioning you know but atlanta's lovely love it damn that's awesome see me being uh on the east coast as well i've never been to atlanta but i always hear a lot of like really dope things about atlanta um usually a lot of positive things too so but um you guys have pretty separate roots man i mean vegas is on one end of the country and atlanta is on another end of the country but uh michael you moved to texas relatively early on fury um did you stay in vegas for pretty much your whole teen years or oh shit i was uh i was i wasn't born in vegas but i was raised out there mm-hmm. from the time i was like you know like five uh so yeah my whole fucking life was spent in vegas really i moved out for about like a year or so then i fucking moved back actually for like two months and then i came out here and i've been out here for a little second but i'm actually uh actually about to go back to vegas and yeah it's about to be pretty cool damn love that your question you feel me yeah i pretty much spent my whole life out there yeah so that's that's actually really cool when i hear artists that do a lot of like bouncing around and shit like sometimes it's not always like the most positive shit right but it can be pretty inspirational and can show you a lot of like different aspects of life that i think uh a lot of people yes, miss sir. out on you know what i mean you can learn from it and you can yeah it. yeah so i think that shit's really dope um so yeah. i really enjoy you guys's roots and and how separate they are but you guys also came together as well but before we get into more detail about that let's talk a little bit about music and um you guys' music early days um so we discussed um somewhat a little bit about your early music inspirations and things that you guys really remember about music growing up but um let's talk a little bit more about that and and uh let's talk about some artists that you guys remember vividly growing up and who are some of your favorites Shit, um, some of my favorite artists. Michael, if you don't speak, nigga, um, I'll say. I, mean, I was going to say 50 Cent off the back. Like, that's a mutual right there. You feel me? Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a, a mutual favorite. That's a mutual. Yeah, mm. yeah. Straight up, like, I remember growing up on 50 Loki, and I think he was, it was the same thing with him, you know? But, same. like, my favorite rapper of all time, I would probably have to say, like, Lil Wayne on some, like, corny shit, but at the same time, yeah, it's just, like, Lil it Wayne, is what right? it is. Like, oh, that's, like, my favorite rapper of all time and shit. And to be honest, like, what made me want to rap, I've even told, like, fucking Michael this. I watched uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, the 50 Cent movie. Oh, yeah. And then I see that nigga perform at the end of the movie after going through all that bullshit. And it's like, I don't know, it made sense to me because you feel me growing up, you know this person that's in the hood, you in the hood, you in this, you in that. And I don't know, so, like, that movie looked like some shit that was, like, inspirational type shit. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Like, that nigga made it past all of that with rapping. Damn. Yeah, no, honestly, I can relate. I really enjoyed... 50 um eminem here there growing up um there was a lot of like really really good classic hip-hop that i enjoyed as well um what about you michael who were some of your uh early inspirations and early favorites are we talking just hip-hop oh no no anything honestly because i know you mentioned i know you mentioned slipknot you mentioned a lot of varieties so let's talk about that for a second dude um a lot of people are gonna clown me and say it's a cheesy ass band, but like 311 
I grew up on this shit. <laughs> uh, bitch, bitch, I, I grew up on this shit. I'm laughing because you're saying people gonna clown you like, fuck what niggas gonna say, bro. Just, <laughs> Let them know, know, Siri. Let them know. Like, low-key, shout out, low-key, shout out uh, Scarface because he's the one who always, Scarf, no, no, not even Scarface, it's Dear God. Dear God always gives me shit. Yeah. But shout out Scarface regardless. <laughs> shout out Scarface regardless. But Dear God always gives me fucking shit for, uh, for liking 311. But I just That's think it's funny. 311 fish uh my brother like fucking loves them you know a lot like ritually go like listens to them and so it kind of got me into that with a little bit like in my teenage years i was like that with 311 and then man he also showed me at a young age he showed me like i said 50 cent snoop dogg eminem flipknot fucking corn rage against the machine like those last three, I remember the first time I heard them. Like, I remember the first time I heard uh, Wait and Bleed. I was sitting there in this fucking room. Like, Shit, what the fuck is this? Like, like, what the fuck is, like, there's so much going on right now, you know? And, um, man, System of a Down is another. Uh, oh, wow. Incubus. Yeah, System of a Down, holy shit. Dude, like, System, there's a couple of these bands, like, for example, System of a Down, Corn. <laughs> um and slipknot all of them like those three i would literally make a a a playlist on my apple or my itunes back in the day i would make a playlist and it would be if if it was live uh songs the better you know right make a playlist well i would want them to have a set list live and i would play it on the fucking bass like along with them like as best i could and i would just fucking rock out for (laughs) literally three four five hours until like on some like meth head shit, like until my fucking fingers, <laughs> my, my, finger, until my fingers were bleeding and shit, dude. Like literally until my fingers were bleeding and shit, until my fucking like my nails were fucked up. And it's like I say, like on some meth head shit. I won't disclose who, but like I have a family member who you know you, you, uh, they're sober now, but like uh-huh. back 10, 15 years ago, they used to like dabble in meth a little bit, and they did yeah. the same thing on the base. They Holy fucking, shit, you know they would smoke and like and obviously i'm not i don't do meth but like it would like i'm just comparing it to the same thing you would do it for fucking 10 12 hours you know literally just fucking methed out like fucking jamming on the bass doing crazy and these are crazy ass bases but not nah, I, I would just be get you know smoke some weed fucking and get in the zone and just literally just play through what i think like dream live sets for them would be you know and just play along with them and that's I actually love i love those bands that's actually really sick it probably led to some like early production inspiration like subconsciously but 100%, like 100 like 100 it's 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 so funny right because like shit like that doesn't really like like for me personally it doesn't transfer over to like what i create today for music but like it's it's just like a rememberable like experience and and like just like shit you still could go back to that feels nostalgic and like almost like stands the test of time right because it's like still good like you know 10 years later eight years later whatever whatever so well some of the genres also like look at nwa and like just for example nwa and rage against the machine Mm -hmm. you got two very like political anti-government anti like like establishment like calling out bullshit type shit but they're also they're totally different bands they're not even bands different you know styles of music one's straight fucking 90s gangster rap hip-hop and then one's 
you know, fucking Rage Against the Machine, like right. rock, you know? way heavier shit. Yeah, like new metal, you know. Right. Damn. Yeah. No, that's such a great point. I fuck with that a lot. Okay, it, so it definitely, definitely helps. <laughs> no, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, that's so cool, man. So we all have these like really, really dope inspirations. Um, but when did the idea of music um really come about so we discussed this not really at length and not really to you know the amount of detail that i really would like to because everybody knows you know you can only get so much detail through a text interview right so let's talk about how you guys got your roots in creating music man and um how did you guys end up starting art and and music so fury i know you had a pretty a pretty early start let's talk about um your first memory of creating music shit probably being like 10 11 years old with like a fucking logitech microphone not even like an actual you know studio microphone nothing like that it's a fucking i forgot what the mic was even for it was like a <laughs> old school like you plug it right into the pc type shit like back when the pcs were fat as fuck like this is like 2009 <laughs> Bro, I think I know what you're talking about. I yeah, so it was, like, it was like exactly a gaming what mic. Fucking mic. Dude, I think I know exactly what mm -hmm. fucking mic you're talking about. It was like about. one of them old-ass gaming mics. So I'm like 10, 11 years old. I listen to a bunch of Lil Wayne. Uh -huh. I remember I made a fucking song, and I call it Like a Martian. And on the song, I'm like doing a Lil Wayne <laughs> chuckle and shit, laughing like that nigga. Damn. Just saying a bunch of random, like, dumb shit, whispering into the song. I uploaded it on YouTube, and it had a fucking... Uh, I used a fucking Cookie Monster, bro, as the fucking artwork. And... I think I deleted this shit like a couple years back, so nobody will ever find that shit. But yeah, it was it was that was like my first memory of like making music. <clears throat> my first time I was like, okay, let me just make some shit, and I'm just like ten years old, just doing that shit, whispering that shit in the microphone, so my mom don't hear me. <laughs> no, see, I love that so much, and we keep bringing up Wayne, right? And and I keep neglecting to mention the fact that there's a wayne poster right above my head right now so wayne was definitely a real big inspiration for me growing up as well probably the biggest along with like young jeezy and a couple other artists men but um dude jeezy that's another one yeah 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 i remember bro yeah jeezy they put uh but his his and Kanye's song um uh on Skate Three. Holy shit! What is it called? Uh, fuck me! What the fuck is it called? I think it's just on or for my city. Or, uh, yes, put on yes, city. put it's on. Like, it's it's called I put on. No, put on, put on. Yeah, yes, that is heat. That is heat. Oh fuck, bro. No, yeah, but not to get too sidetracked, but holy shit, Jeezy was like, I was like the only one in my crew that really liked him too, right? Like, everybody like fuck with Wayne and like Gucci and shit like that, but like Jeezy was was a big, big inspiration for me. But um, yeah, man, so that's a really, really dope early memory, and, and a lot of that shit like sticks with you, right? Like, for me, yeah, like, yeah. like, I remember like why I started doing this and like the fun in it, and like people always like lose sight of that sort of thing, and and just uh like i keep those memories close you know so before we continue fury what are some of your earliest memories of creating music and i know you have a dj background let's talk a little bit about uh your early you Michael? your <laughs> you confused the fuck out of me, or, or, uh, me? yes 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 <laughs> um you have a dj background as well so let's talk a little bit about that 
Um, um, so I started, Dan, what really made me want to DJ, what made me want to get into music was my brother. I just didn't know how for the longest fucking time. Uh, it was, oh, I wanted to sing and be a guitarist. I wanted to play drums, you know, but never had, you know, guitar. Or I got a guitar like 10, 11, you know, but didn't really know how to play it. And then I remember being 12 or 13. I think it was 12, maybe even 11. But mm-hmm. Ultra Music Festival down in Miami used to run these uh, live streams on their YouTube when, like, YouTube first started fucking, like, dabbling in live streams. You know, it was, like, only certain people could do, li- like, live events. I remember it was, like, dubbed a live concert, and it was, like, their whole fucking festival. You know, it was free. And I was sitting there, like, in my room, like, holy fuck, I can watch this I can be at this festival without actually paying anything without being that uh, at this festival. <laughs> so I watched like, I watched like all three fucking days of it. And like, this was the year that uh Swedish house mafia like broke up for the first time. And I was sitting there like, damn, like all these, I'm watching all these artists like Swedish house mafia, dead mouse, like fucking Zed's dead, crazy ass people, uh, DJs and like dubstep producers or just EDM producers in general. Uh, would just blow me away with their mixes. I was like, I want to do that. You know, I want to do that right now. So I literally, I saved up like 50 bucks. I thought that was going to be enough for a good-ass turntable. Again, I'm like 12, 13, 11, something like that. And I begged my parents to take me somewhere that I can get a turntable. And I picked, for whatever reason, I thought the Apple Store would have it. So I was asking, like, yo, can you take me to the Apple Store? Take me to the Apple Store. Like, I have this money. Like, can you take me there? I want to get something there. Right. And they didn't know what the fuck I wanted. And I got this, like, $30, like, plastic piece of shit, like, virtual DJ-compatible uh, uh, turntable. And it was trash, but I loved it. And I would fucking, anytime I got the chance to DJ, I would. I was in band at the time. I remember asking my band director, like, whenever we had fucking... Uh, events like band events at the school i would be like yo can i dj like i'll do it free like i just put me in the corner like i have my own setup i have my own speakers like just let me dj and like would go and play the most fucking outrageous dubstep or like the out- most outrageous hip-hop i could find and they'd be like all right you gotta fucking you can't do this anymore within like 30 minutes you feel me um but not and that got me into wanting to produce you know because i was like oh shit dead mouse who i really loved at the time dead mouse doesn't just he's not a dj he, he produces and then makes his own live sets right. so then that got me into producing i got a fucking machine mark one this is like when native instruments just dropped machine like it was brand fucking new uh i got a machine mark one didn't know what the fuck i was doing with it dabbled with it a little bit and kind of put it to the side and went back to djing because i thought it was simpler and that was later on, like, 13. Uh, fast forward to about, like, 18, 19. And I got back into producing. And I got, like, FL. Like, and I was like, all right, I'm going to actually, you know, put fucking thought into this and put effort into this. And, uh, yeah, when I was 19, I think it was I think it was RJ the Guru, to be so honest with you, that I sent my first song to. Wow. If not him, that was, like, the second or third one. But I remember sending it to Funny Funny. Funnily enough, uh, this dude out in Vegas, this, like, I don't even remember his name, but some really, really shitty, shitty white boy rapper 
that found me on soundcloud and he was like hey can i use this beat i was like yeah sure and then he took the beat i don't even count it because he took the beat and then fucking like edited it a bunch <laughs> like cut not even edit it not even edit it but like cut it you feel me like like you would vocals he like wanted instead of asking me to because it was like a 40 it was like a 45 50 second beat all right it was like real short that's on me i, I didn't know what the fuck i was doing but instead of asking me hey can you make it longer or can you loop it which would have been really easy he fucking tried to loop it himself and he did it like three or four times and it fucking wasn't on beat like you could hear the clip and it, it just was shit so i don't even oh, count that but like yeah rj the guru was like that was the first like actual song that i was like right, this is like i care about this you know like i actually know who this is i met him through faded decade and shit shout out yeah. to my nigga rj man man let's go big shouts out so Holy shit, you, like, that's, like, one hell of a fucking story right there. So, <laughs> son of a bitch, man, let's let's get it. No, no, that's great. That's great. Um, Love to hear that. So, lots of great roots, lots of great memories. Um, Fury, when yes, did you decide to start taking this seriously? Because you're definitely one of the more unique vocalists that... um not only i've ever encountered but multiple people will tell you that um i mean i just rap you and do then, uh, and, then, and then i and then i put some some shit on my voice that make it sound a little different and that's it but but I, nobody can do it like fury it yeah yeah nah see like that's a thing like you're very humble because nobody can do it like you that that i've heard on my radar so when I just rap. yeah i just, I just rap. rap i was like, like what not, the like, fuck crazy. this motherfucker like, is heat heat like, this motherfucker is heat bro rappers of my generation like i'm not fu- man i just be rapping bro straight up though I so be, i just be rapping bro but yeah, be... but yeah what, was the, what, was the, what was the question you were getting on to so i i i do respect the humbleness no because you always got to keep yourself humble absolutely um definitely when did you decide to start taking this seriously and and do you remember a certain track or a certain moment or a certain anything that you were like yo this is my fucking dream and i'm going forward with everything i fucking have i mean to be honest i kind of i think i think i was always like that my bad i think i was always like that Mm -hmm. like ever since i found music yeah but it was kind of like I don't know. You know how kids are like, oh, I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be that. And then they change that shit mm-hmm. throughout the years. Yep. With me, like, once I found music, it was just music. Like, I couldn't think of nothing else. Like, there Dang. was no other, like, dream career or any type of shit like that. Dude. It was just music. Dang. And then as I got older and, you know, and I started to understand, like, the logistics of this shit and how to make it, like, a, you know, something that has to work for you. And, like, if you really want to make it a living, like, not everyone's going to be fucking famous. Not everyone's going to be fucking the biggest superstar, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? But you can't right. do this shit to a way, you feel me? To where to you can... That provides for you. Absolutely. You know no, no, absolutely. And, and and that's such a great, great talking point because that's something I try to teach not only on the show, but just throughout Music Mondays as a whole because everybody is so focused on, you know, what this person has or why can't I do this or why can't I get that? When in reality, bro, like, everybody can do this as, as, as long as you keep focused and you're, like... 
just like you said, like you don't have to be fucking super famous. You don't have to be Wayne. You don't have to be exactly. Drake. You, you, don't, you have don't have to have do to be... any of that. But like you but the can. The craziest part is you can have people like that acknowledge your talent. You can Without have people that acknowledge doubt. their talent, acknowledge your talent. Like, Without you know a saying? doubt, and you can still be fucking great in your own way. You don't have to be fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Not everyone has to have a spotlight all the time. Thousand percent. A thousand percent. Like for example, uh, you can set yourself up in a way where like. You, like you're not only taken care of but like your people around you like like exactly i touch on this a little bit with eddie like like there's so many producers and engineers and people we don't even fucking know about that that live in great beautiful houses and t have everything taken care of and nobody even fucking knows their name you know what i mean fucking producers and engineers straight up bro you know what I'm saying? straight you up see them in the grocery store and not even know that's them yep yep so, so it's just like yeah that's such a great point bro such a great point but to answer your question um I'll probably say like around the time I was probably like uh 15, 16, 17, I started talking to like a lot of the homies that I still know now. Donnie Hardaway, fucking RJ the Guru that uh Michael just mentioned. Right. Um, just a lot of people. And I started just realizing like shit, music is something I really want to do and like hold on to. And then shit hit 18, 19, and I realized like, okay, I'm a grown ass man now. I can't do certain things that used to make me money without, you know, getting in trouble for it. Right. So if I want to make you feel me this music shit something uh tangible and also keep the passion with it then let me just you feel me keep my foot on the gas and kind of just like keep humble with it so awesome. i really like locked in around the time i was like 18 19 then i pretty much fucking met michael for the first time around then stayed at his spot for a week yeah, yeah. and ever since then shit like it was really up like it was kind of crazy like that solidified the bomb right there damn see that's such a great segue into my next question so let's talk a little bit about that um you guys, Sorry. like, I always talk about, you know, you have these, like, backgrounds, but I always consider you not, like, one artist, but, like, such a dynamic duo, right, that that is just, like, like, I can picture you guys holding your own as a producer and as an artist, but when you guys come together, it's like, damn, that's, like, a power duo right there, you know what I'm saying? So, scary. yeah, saying. bro, like, like, because, cause, like, some duos, right, like, they can't, like like hold their own like by themselves but each of you guys i could totally see being your separate entities but when you come together it's like some other shit yeah batman no, and robin batman like, and yeah. robin that's such a great like, analogy y'all gonna, like, gonna hear some of the shit like michael's been working on with other artists mm -hmm. this year and it's gonna be like okay yep it's like i don't know like michael is one of my favorite producers actually not even one of like that's my favorite producer like i yeah. don't fuck what anyone says your favorite producer sucks um <laughs> let but, him know yeah. bro let him know at the end of the day like yeah very talented soul Mm -hmm. And when we come together, it's something crazy, right? No, so I'm I'm curious as to what Scarface is uh, saying. That's just in chat. That's just uh, all asterisks. He's really um, <laughs> he's really sense. going off. I have to acknowledge that chat real quick. All I see is Scarface, and it says he says Michael, and I see asterisk, 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 asterisk. Chad's trolling. So, so you guys separate uh, sides of the country, but you guys came together. When did you guys come together for the first time? What was the year? How old were you guys? When the fuck did this start, man? 2018, I think. 2018? Yeah, definitely. I think it was like June it of was, 2018 it was, yeah, it was or something because like that. I remember I went back home, and then like a month later, I turned like 19. Yeah, it was, uh, like, yeah. so back when I first joined No Doms, uh, I met No Doms through Faded Decade. 
um, faded decades of clothing brand, clothing store that used to um, throw heavy, heavy, heavy shows too. And they were out in fucking Huntsville, Texas. And then they moved to Houston. But when they were on Huntsville, I was at a show. I met uh, Dally and Donnie and RJ. They were all performing. Met them. I was like, yo, what the fuck is up with you guys? Like, I fuck with y'all heavy. And I already had already known Dead, who is a part of Fade the Decade. He's an artist. Um, and I had music coming with them. But uh, I kind of just linked with them. was like learning about them. They told me about No Doms, told me about everybody else in them or in No Doms, uh, where, where they were from, et cetera. And right. then from there, I was like, shit, I'm going to tap in with them. Followed everybody on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Tapped in with Zapata, RJ, and uh, Theory. And I eventually was like, after making some music with him, I told him like, yo, Zapata, RJ, Fury, like, fuck the bullshit. Like, y'all come to, uh, to, I was in College Station at the time because my girl is, uh, in co- or was in college at Texas A&M. Uh, I was like, yo, y'all come to my apartment for a little bit for like a week. Come make music, like lock in. Now, that's what they did. this was in Texas at the time, right? Yeah, yeah College yeah. Station, Texas. Damn. Damn. That's that's actually really crazy. So when when you guys started to come together, you guys were involved with um other crews of people um sort of in the underground and and outside of the underground. Would you guys consider yourself a part of many collectives? Would you guys consider yourself underground artists? What do you guys consider yourself back then? Uh, back then, shit. yeah, I was just fucking. I don't know. I was like a, like a, a tadpole. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I ain't yeah. no shit. I ain't no shit for real. Like I was grown like Dude. a motherfucker. Early days. I, th- I thought I knew everything, though. You know what I'm saying? I thought Shout I knew everything. But I ain't no shit. Shout out Zapata because he like taught me how to like record these fools. Like he was very patient with me. Like I, 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 I told these guys to come out. I didn't even know how to fucking record vocals at the time and Zafeda was like oh fuck you know and showed me how and uh, showed me a lot about production and shit like that same thing with Dear God like over the phone just showing me a lot about production didn't know shit bro see that's that's insane so you had these really at uh, the time, yeah my bad at the time I was only in uh, No Doms and I think yeah, uh, I was about to say Kenny Fury was only in No Doms and Ends at the time. Of yeah, at the time I was a part of like, yeah. it was just, it was a, like, during the, I don't know, that wave of the underground, I was a part of a collective no, known as No Doms, No Democracy, and another one known as Ends. And Ends actually has had, you feel me, and you feel me, a lot of prominent people that are like some pretty, pretty big in the underground come yeah. out of it. Um, I could name a couple. I really don't like to flex my nuts a lot, but, you know, fucking... I won't even speak on it. I'll let them speak for themselves whenever they do. Yeah, for so, sure, for sure. But yeah, like I've been I've been around a lot. Like I fucking like a lot of people, you know, like don't really know. Like we've floated around, you know what I'm saying? We've like talked to a lot of people that you might see and be kind of like, oh shit, that's someone that we all know and fucking want to listen to or some shit. But at the end of the day, like to right. like two, three, four years ago, that was a regular person to me. Mm-hmm. We had conversations or some shit. So it's like I've been around a lot. I've only been in like two collectives really. But now I'm in the third one, I guess. So this is community centers I'm in. Shout out to all of my fucking brothers in CS. Shout out CS. Man, let's go. Shout out the homies. That's great. Shout That's great. So I won't say like I've been a part of like a fuck ton of collectives, but I've been a part of a few. And each one was like very family oriented and very close and tight knit. 
very meaningful shit. I I definitely fuck with that a lot. Um, same with me. Uh, a couple of collectives, but very uh, just just close family shit that uh, you just uh, build a bond with with certain people. Not over just like quote unquote the internet, I guess, but more so just like over music and art, you know. And um, you sort of mentioned that there were like a lot of like heavyweight names, and and Dear God is another one that came to mind where um, people would hear that name and be like, oh, you know, that's crazy, da da da. da. But like you said, like <laughs> years <laughs> ago, no, like someone I could like, I could like me or Michael could call him today or something. Yeah, like, that's our brother. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, like, damn near his little brother, bro. Like, he was fucking... big, bro. No one wanted to send me beats, bro. Dear God was sending me beats when I was 17, 18 years old. When nobody wanted to work with me, when nobody wanted to collab with me as a producer, he would collab with me. Like, dude, Dear God's big, bro. Like, Dear God is big, bro, for real. That's amazing. That's that's truly amazing. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's really our dog for real. So like, it's just one of those. Like, I don't I don't really worry about it too much. I don't even like flex it too much or like try right, to throw right. it around like a trophy because that's, that's his accomplishment. That's his right. accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy for him always, and I celebrate those with him. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not about to try to take away from those and make them about me. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I fuck with that I'm a lot. So proud of Dear God. Yeah, he's come so far. See, like that's the same thing with me. You know what I mean? Like you know, um. Flex who I interviewed, flex, you know, who I've collabed with, this and the third. But at the end of the day, like, all that other shit, like, it, it's, it's, it, it doesn't hold any weight when it comes to who you are, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I completely it just agree. Is what it is. Like, you feel me? At the end of the day, it's like, what can you, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. what can you bring to the table? Like, right. not the fucking, the accolades that this, the that. Might have that you know. Yep. Yep. I agree. <laughs> That's such a great point. So, so you guys have been involved with all sorts of great crews. Um, you guys came together as a duo. Uh, you guys are both currently staying in Texas. Um, and as of recently, you've been putting in a lot of fucking work. Like, a whole lot of work. Like, videos on videos on videos, songs on drops on albums. But more notably, be patient with me. I'm only human. Let's talk a little bit about the album. I was waiting for this. And a little bit about what the people might not know about the process of it and uh, the idea of the album. So, first off, how did you come up with the title? And for those who don't know, what's the story behind it? Uh, this, is, uh, this is one of those That's, all, but, um, That's I'll all say, right there. I'll say the title of the project comes from... I just had the idea of be patient with me, right? Mm-hmm. And it was gonna be, I dropped a project last year called Smile You're On Camera with a bunch of my producer friends. I just put, a, like, put together a bunch of songs. It was like a compilation tape. I was gonna do the same thing this year and it was gonna be called Be Patient With Me. Right. And because last year I fucking slacked, didn't drop a lot of music, whatever the fuck. But then, uh, you know, life happens. Shit fucking, you know, turns around, flips upside down. 100%. And then, me and Michael ended up with all these fucking songs. Or actually, hold on, I'll, I'll get to that later. And then that's when the part comes in with I'm only human. Be patient with me, I'm only human, because I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit different now. I want to represent myself a little different with this project. And then I pitched this project to, to Michael again. Like, we've talked about it several times before. And he goes, okay, we have, like, a bunch of songs. How about we do a two-part? And I'm like, so we do one half hype and, you know, turned-up songs, like, you know, feel good, and the other half is like, okay, we sat, you know what I'm saying? Right. So 
the first half is to be patient with me because it's kind of like you got to be patient with me. It's a lot of ignorance. It's a lot of bullshit I'm saying. But if you wait until the second half, I'm only human. You see the, you feel me, the human side of me and you see the actual, like, the fact that I can speak on shit that's not just violence or fucking ignorance or whatever the fuck. Right. Now, that's a great dynamic. That's a fucking great dynamic. I know when I had listened to the album prior and while I was interviewing you guys through phone, it was some of the more like organic underground shit that I've ever heard. Like, like, and like, I'm not talking about underground, like, because nobody knows you or because you're not signed or any of that corny shit. I'm talking about like, <laughs> like real, like meaningful, beautiful sounding shit that, that also had a great theme and like, like, and I don't know about most people, but I'm big on themes when it comes to projects. Like if you're just putting together like a throwaway project, that's not what I'm talking about. But like, if you're going to put out like a good album, like, I feel like Be Patient With Me had such a great double theme. Like, like, like a vinyl double-sided would be crazy with this album. Definitely. It's wild you just said that. It's, it's insane you just said something but, about I'm going to let Michael talk, but before you say that, I had seen a video called, like, uh, it was talking about the art of, like, an album rollout dying out. Like, no one's doing that anymore. No one wants to give you a thing. Yeah. No one wants to give you something, no, like bro. something to feel and connect with. Brother, you know I saying? swear to God, like, that shit, bro. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is the 63rd episode of Music Mondays, and I don't care if I get to do another 63. I'll fucking say that till I die, bro. People don't want to promo, don't want to do this, don't want to do that. If you're going to put in the time to make fucking beautiful songs, beautiful beats, beautiful art, you better put in the time to fucking roll it out properly and promote it properly exactly. and give it a good meaning. Like, Especially like every single fucking song on there, like facts, bro. Like what's the point? Put your heart into that. Like why, right. why put out a project if you don't give a fuck about it? A hundred percent. Like, like why the fuck are you going to paint the, uh, like a beautiful painting and then, you know, hanging up in a dumpster. Like why the fuck are you going to do like that? The, it's like the bullshit ass in the, uh, industry practice where they pretty much like would drop a full length album, but call it a fucking mixtape because the sales didn't do well or some shit. That was like, a big it's, thing it's, with producers as well for sure cuz cuz a lot of producers were getting cut out of shit like that because they would um have to pay producers because less now you're not getting royalties right. because this was supposed to be an album right. yeah. so, so yeah, 100% fucked up so that's some shit that I'll always love and and prove that works because every time that I do it like one on one with somebody that's never done it they see like success that they've never seen before because people can like relate to shit like like for example be patient with me. I'm only human was something for me as a listener. I related to like, like that was such an like project that you can't go listen to that and tell me that there's not one song on there that you don't relate to. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm like, glad like, like, because that's bullshit, bro. Like, like there's great, like raw hip hop shit. There's great, like hardship. But like you said, like the other side, you know, you have the more emotional shit. You have the more real shit. You have the storytelling and it's just you don't see a lot of like underground projects like that that were like handled with a lot of care because not only did you guys have like a great theme and a great rollout, but it was the visuals, it was everything following it and and the covers. A lot of that is fucking thanks to Michael. I will I will not even like lie to you, brother. Like I do not know. Uh, yeah. Like I've always wanted to put the video uh, videos out and shit like that, but he pushes me to be like, "All right, let's get this video done for this. Let's you feel me? Mm -hmm. Let's put these songs together, and then he'll help me curate the project and be like, okay, we're gonna put it in this order, and this song is gonna come after this one because Love it's gonna that. feel like this when you hear it after this. <laughs> and a lot of times I might not get that shit because I understand a lot about music, and sometimes I just want to put the shit out or I just want to be done with it, yep. wash my hands of it. But he definitely makes sure like 
a lot of the process is handled with a lot more care than what I will care for at the time sometimes. Oh, 100%. And some of it, some of it straight up just fun to me. Like, for example, how he said, let's get this video out. This, like, let's get this video made. I'll, um, I'll, he's editing all of it. He edits all the videos. Most, like, 95, 98% of the album art, or album artwork he does and he does for me, he's made. But, like, I love, love, love shooting videos, you know, taking pictures. I also love DJing, which with curating the the, <clears throat> the set list, you know, the the, right. uh, the one through ten. Oh, yeah. yeah. The track list. Yeah. Thank you, the track list. I'm a little bit high. Uh, <laughs> it's just me because I look at it, I sit there and look at it like, all right, how can I get this to flow the best way possible, whether it be BPM-wise or – you know, going, uh, all right, do these, are these songs in the same key or whatever the fuck, you know, all right, if they are, let's put them up here. You know, do they give me a similar vibe or do they have the same, uh, context in the, in the lyrics? All right, let's group them together, et cetera. I get that all from being a DJ and like, I, I always think to myself, how would it sound all played out through, you know, throughout one to whatever, whatever the fucking last one is, you know? And that's how and I like my music to be heard from the beginning to the end and type shit. So it's like... Exactly. I'm the same works fucking so well. way. Right. Same fucking way. I don't like going to a album and pressing shuffle. I really... Oh, don't. my I may God. Go to, I, I may go to... I may go to an album, play a single off there, or play, like, you know, two songs off there that I really enjoy. But most of the time, if I go to an album, like, that's why I don't sometimes i don't like putting music on around people because i'll listen to fucking oh three greedo and kenny beats fucking album and from one to whatever the fucking last song is listen to full like, yeah full yeah it's a it's, it's a fucking hour long you know and i'll be like all right that was awesome like it, that was I, awesome I go, I into, <laughs> yeah like i dive into albums like it's almost like a movie like i'll be like oh shit like all right fuck what's the next song right. even if i've heard it 60 fucking times like I don't know. And that particular album, shit, I listened to it three, four times over uh, when I moved into the house I'm in right now. Like, that's it. I was just sitting there like I didn't really have time to fucking stick around with the music anyways, you know? So I put on what 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 album am I fucking with right now? All right, fucking O3 Greedo, Kenny Beats, let's put that shit on. Like Netflix and Deal, put that shit on. All right. It, oh, it's gone th all the way through. Fuck it. Let's just play it again. Or like, it'll just loop it or whatever the fuck, you know, and it'll just keep playing. Right. Now, see, like, that's, see, like, that conversation we just had right there proves the fact that, like, albums, uh, just mean something, you know what I mean? But, like, not, like, in a mainstream way, like, more so, like, when it's organic DIY shit, like, because you mentioned, like, a lot of that stuff is so fun for you, you know what I mean? Shooting videos, Fury does the editing, like, it, uh, like, a lot of that stuff is so enjoyable, you know what I mean? So, I could totally relate, and, and a lot of people sleep on that because... Not a lot of people are jack of all trades like that and are able to do multiple things when it comes to art and, and their own projects. But I feel like they all come out so much better if you do shit like that, you know? But we have a lot more hands in the pot. Yeah. Like control more aspects of what you're trying to put out. It's a team. Yeah. It's a team. Yep. You can curate your, like, curate your vision the way you want to. It definitely does come out and feel a lot better. Like, Hundred percent. This project has resonated with the people, with people such as you, like as much as it has, right? Because this one was a lot different. Like we put a lot more into it this time around. 
you could really tell too like like it, it's it's pretty rare like like and i'm not trying to like overly guess it but there are just so many artists and so many projects that you know if they had the proper attention or if they did the proper thing or this or that like one other thing was right but it's very rare to find an album like like created by two independent do-it-yourself creators that is so consistent it's so consistent like like everything fits like a puzzle and um that's something that i'm glad we could touch on here because not a lot of people like i guess a lot of people knew about it but now even more if you don't know now you know be patient with me i'm only human is definitely contender for underground album of the year 100 percent. i appreciate you yeah thank you and i think what helped was uh just how it make it flow so well is the chemistry and like for example the uh the videos that we put out that's another big thing is like the chemistry in the videos like we've butt butted heads at times talking about like dog like this is my like this is my art like yeah but this is my art as well like you feel me it's like like you know like well, i want to present it this way well like maybe this will in it and right it's always but we're, we're level-headed enough to either like talk about it and i don't want to say compromise because it's not really nothing I don't it's just like come to an understanding but yeah, it's like, just, yeah, it's just definitely that. You just come to the common ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We come, like, we'll either incorporate maybe both things that we want to do, or the other one, we made straight up debate, like, nah, bro, but, like, listen, this is why I want to do like this. And I may just be like, oh, you know what? Like, fuck my That's fine, like, yeah. So 100%. You know? So it's like, it's, it, I it's think we're both, like when it comes to music, this is why we click so well when it comes to music, because when it, comes to whether it be one song or an album or a fucking video or pictures whatever the fuck or an edit whatever mm -hmm. um we're able to kind of as much as uh selfish and i don't want to say selfish but uh hard-headed we are at times strong-headed we are at times we're able to see the other person's perspective you know right and I, and I think, think that helps a lot. Yeah, no, one thousand percent it does. Like, like because, like, collaboration is so important. Like, seriously, when you just almost collide on ideas, or, or you know, like, like those experiences you just described wouldn't be like possible if you're just doing shit by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. Like, like all that shit is so much like it, it's just beneficial for you as a creator, as and then a person. On top of that, to be so honest, like a lot of people don't want to admit it as artists. Mm -hmm. Your idea might not always be the right idea, so you need that. You need you know someone else to run that by. Yep. So there's plenty of times where like I w I wanted to do something this way, and then like bro was just like, nah, like you should do it this way, and then I'll do it. I'll do it that way on some like you know what, fuck it, on some spiteful shit. Like I'll do it just to show you like it ain't gonna even be nice like that. <laughs> And then, and, then, and, then, and then, yeah, and then it's fucking fire, and then I'm sick, but it is what it is. And then I'm sick, and then you're like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too funny, bro. Okay, bro, so you guys put out one hell of a fucking project early on, man. Um, Followed up with how many fire visuals? Only, only two, only two. Only two, but... So is... One of them isn't even on the project, but Michael did shoot it. 
right so that's still sick though yeah. that's still great like like ethic man like that's oh wow that's that's amazing so it's currently april 4th 2022 um what are your plans for the spring and the summer and following out the end of the year hopefully shit the spring and the summer you said hopefully so hell yeah man fuck covid fucked up a lot of that so i'm trying to get back into that for sure I feel like that's Let's get starting back into to some finally, motion for real. Yeah, I feel like shows are starting to finally slowly, like, barrel. Uh, it's really snow, been, like, back like two years know. for real since we motherfuckers could really move around with this rap shit the way, uh, the way we would like to. So it's like, shit. Right. Yeah, that shit was fucking rough, man. I'm, I'm really... Fuck, bro. Like, you're absolutely right. That, that put a damper on so many things, you know what I mean? Like... Like, even for us, like, as a platform, like, in the last, uh, platform I was working for, we had to start doing, you know, Discord shows and all this other, uh, just internet kind of events and to where, like, we were already doing IRL shows, you know what I mean? Like, like, we were yeah. already selling out Atlanta, we were already selling out Chicago, so it, it was, like, it, it sucked to go backwards a little bit, but it also, like almost pushed us as like you know independent artists to like you know go Who out of with? was this with ubc yep 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 uh, okay 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 we were doing a lot of heavy work irl and then when covid hit that was like such a weird time and and you know shit no, you guys were definitely going crazy yeah like like man at, like i'd say atlanta like when we did all that that was probably like one of our peaks and then covid hit and everything got really shitty and then uh like you mentioned I that i wanted to pop out yeah no that atl show was legendary for sure for sure um but nonetheless that's definitely going to be happening with music mondays because like you had mentioned um everything's starting to come around again and uh Everything's starting to blossom and the flowers are coming out in terms of, you know, being able to throw shows and get booked and, and actually go outside and not, you know, feel crazy. So definitely a positive in 2022 as well. Um, yeah, I think it's looking up for real. Yeah, I do too. I do too, man. Like, I always try to look at the bright side of shit, especially when it comes to this. Um, so Pandemics. Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah, literally, bro. Like, fucking hell. No, you're so right, bro. You're so right. Um, so he said, "Don't say the p word." <laughs> don't say it. Porsche panorama. Um. What the fuck? What was I gonna say? I was. Oh yeah. So, do you guys consider yourselves underground artists? And and like I said, not the whole sort of like you know because you're not signed or anything like that, but. Do you guys consider yourself a part of the a part of the scene where like it's it's almost hard to describe, right? But like it's no, it's I, no, I know exactly what you're saying and yeah. I, but I'll, I'll let you finish if but uh yeah, I don't I don't at all and I can't. It's very hard to cuz I feel like uh just a lot of you know what I'm saying like whether it be like the blogs or like the people that were like very popular on these blogs that I, I've, I've been around a lot in the yeah. underground and shit, and I kind of feel like I was always one of the people, like... Getting shafted? Not... It was just it was just very weird, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was because, like, so I, would be, I, would, I, would, I would make music 
you feel me, with people that made like the trap metal shit or made this or made that, made the emo shit, mm-hmm. but I wasn't on that type of time ever. Dude, like, I've always felt different. I always felt like I was on a different time on, from everybody. Exactly. So it's, so like, it's like, when you say, me personally, when you say, are you part of the underground? I'd say, sure, I guess. <clears throat> like what the like, underground is now, it's kind of like at this moment, it's, it's I don't want to say it's at a stalemate. It's just at like a anybody could take the you feel me to yeah the, the throne yeah, type shit because it's kind of like there's nobody to really lean on like who's the next big one out of the soundcloud like soundcloud era isn't really dead but it's kind of like niggas are blowing up off of fucking what tiktok now man, so man. It's like, yeah it's like, yeah it's like, you're not even about to be a fucking soundcloud rapper anymore niggas gonna be like oh you a tiktok rapper bro it's, oh you're a rapper you know what i'm man. saying like, so that, it's just that, like, here's the thing here's the thing with music mm-hmm whether you want to call it just the underground, whether you want to say, like, put it into two different parts, you know, underground and mainstream, right, whatever, right. there's whatever you want to ca- classify music or music or just like, you know, whatever parts, you know, you want to put it in. Yep. There's levels to this shit. There's oh, always thousand. Like, no matter, no matter if you're Drake, no, like there, it's hard to get to a point, no matter what artist you are to be like, all right, I, I I'm, I can't be better. I can't be bigger. I can't sell more. I can't. I mean, the craziest like, part is niggas like Drake kind of can be like that because you're the biggest artist in rap, nigga, and hip hop, the whole entire I, genre. You are the biggest artist. So you, that, that is one of the words that I think is debatable. Like, I think it's really de- like that that subject. Not even just like in hip hop or in general. I'm just talking in music. I feel like mm-hmm. it's like super. I feel like it's super debatable to be like, all right, what like do you ha- like? You, you definitely have to keep leveling up, though, unless you yeah, are the pinnacle. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And it's like, it's hard to say who the fucking pinnacle is right now. That's because why I'm kind of... Mm-hmm. Depends kinda, on your like, view of the shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm trying to... That's the point I'm making exactly, is like, there's levels to this fucking shit, and it's hard to really say who the fucking top level is, you know? Yep. My fucking goal, or like, I would my classification I would give myself is just like, I'm just trying to level up, man. You know, I'm, I know I'm at a low level. I know, I know there's like, I know people around me that are bigger, you know, or at a higher level that can give me game or may not give me game, but it's up to me to, you know, level up regardless. Yeah. 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 I yeah, agree. To put myself on to like, to put that fucking those 10,000 hours in, to put that fucking, that time in, that effort, that fucking knowledge to that, that learning, you know, uh, that's another thing is, I, I don't give a fuck who you are. I, you could be Beethoven. Like, you can never say, all right, there's nothing more I can learn about music. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Because it's so evolving. Like, oh, music 100%. History is, music history is literally happening every year, you know? And it's and, evolving every fucking year. You know, like... And, it, it's it, it's it's just crazy bro because like nobody wants to be underground forever right like like that's the thing like i always looked at it as like we were always more elite than anything else because everybody else was always looking at us for inspiration everybody's always looking for our sounds everybody's always looking for everything and like you're mentioning now yeah everything's always evolving right so we're evolving and, and everybody's always looking at us for everything that we do and it's it's very like it's it's something that 
it's it's like hard to explain but you definitely like don't want to be quote unquote like underground forever like regardless of like whatever your perception is definitely. you know what and i mean another thing I, another thing i probably want to touch on is like i don't really fit into it like me and michael shit for that matter don't fit into any type of niche in the underground that is currently ongoing you know what i'm saying that like right. currently exists right so it's kind of like, hard to be our, like i can't really say give I our fit music in. genre <laughs> I mean, it's hip hop. Go ahead. That, I'm a, I'm a I mean, I, I'm talking hip hop rap. Like, I'm I don't saying, give a fuck. Saying, now I'm talking hip hop, but like, what type of hip Like, give ourselves. Like, no, yeah. Like, name a genre. Not art. Classify. You can't give it one of these, like, newer You really can't. Like you that. really can't. Because you got motherfuckers out there, right? That will, like, try to dumb it down into, like, some super subcategory where it's like, I've never even fucking heard about that shit. Shut the fuck up. Nobody's exactly, calling bro. it that, so, bro. So, so it, that's why I'm like, the it, music I'm making is like, I'm doing something that yes. no one in has really wanted not even and i'm not doing it in a corny way where it's like oh i'm rapping on boom bad beats i'm lyrical miracle <laughs> i'm just nigga i'm rapping bro like right and, doing and your no thing laugh at people for rapping like mm-hmm. it's, it's funny to be a rapper and it's like you're fucking in hip-hop making hip-hop inspired music and you you laugh at people for wanting to rap good like what the fuck are you like i don't know right. this, this new generation like i'm i'm a part of the fucking generation but it feels like i feel like an old head at times because it's like fucking stupid like you can make fun songs but why be mad at people for actually rapping good too right no that's why 100%. i very much fuck with the rappers that i do like shout out scarface <laughs> again who's in chat right now like Fury, Real one right there um a lot of people that just i mean at the time they don't make music anymore really as uh rappers but dread jr like they are very much all right i'm gonna do me like fuck whatever anybody else is doing like See? i have my sound i want to do my sound exactly like, I, like i'll support I, anything I bro like you can make good. whatever you want to make that's yeah. what's underground to me to me like like as like the the core of this shit bro like why i do music mondays why i've always done this shit why i've interviewed people like it's it's that's what's underground to me because you're not trying to be anything you're not trying to do this you're trying to do that you're doing what you love and like exactly. that's I'm not that's... trying to sell you an image. I'm not trying right. to sell you a gimmick. I'm not trying to stay in this one lane so you can Facts. fucking suck me off and tell right. me the greatest rapper if alive. The, like I don't give a fuck. Like, comes, I'm just making this shit. Mm-hmm. If the money comes, that's cool. If the money if the if the support comes, that's cool. If the if the fucking shows come, that's cool. If whatever fucking comes, that's cool. But like at the end of the day, I'm making this music because I wanna hear what I'm putting out on the radio. I wanna hear what I'm putting out be played you know right that's why like it sounds like i'm fucking sucking my own cock but sometimes like i will sit there and like listen to my own music because some people will be like artist does that yeah but like i do feel arrogant sometimes but sometimes it's just like i don't want to hear anything else they're fucking like whatever i want to hear this boom bat beat i made and fucking you know Right. I don't know. Hear about Scar telling me like, "Am, am I gonna fucking see tomorrow or not?" Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Me, like, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. No. No. Like, that's the thing too, because like I I know Fury mentioned in our phone interview that you know sometimes listening to your music back can also be a little bit of a challenge as well, you know, because sometimes when you make music, it can bring you to like, um, you know, emotional and painful places that you know. I could never relate to like listening to you know certain songs of my own or you know what I mean uh you know just cuz music will do that for you you know what I mean like like you're able to lay yourself out on a track or a canvas or anything like that you know so 
definitely give all of yourself like at a certain point in time yeah yeah so so that's why i really don't like look for trends or anything like that like of course i keep my eyes open and like i always have because that's not you know i always look out for you know the next one follower guy who's extremely talented but at the end of the day to say that like somebody should chase like you know the next big thing or this or that and a third like over you know a pair who is doing something so unique and so independent that you're just fucking smoking crack bro you're it's it's crazy bro it's crazy bro it's crazy bro i couldn't do it and 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 like you know like like that's why i never fit in with like the rest of them and and, like i was exposed like those you know like the stereotypical blogs the managers the all the people who weren't doing this for the art and the love and the music they were doing it for other weird shit and bro, niggas really was so cheese. I watched that whole era, bro. Like I watched a big part of that era crumble because niggas just wanted to fucking capitalize off of what was already getting big. Like yep. find something new. Yep. There's something different. And like that's <laughs> that's like the number one thing I learned was was you could copy everything we were doing, I was doing, but we were always fifty steps ahead because we were in the I'm lab find the next person right was, yeah, in the lab no every night every fucking night oh did you hear this guy oh let's make this track yo let's do an album yo let's do a show like we so were I like fucking uh appreciate eddie a lot because Ed- no one in you i'm not gonna lie no one in uvc fucked with me i tried to reach out several times no yep. one was fucking with me and he yep. hit me up his own like free will type shit like and reached out to me so that yeah yeah certain people i'll always you feel me be grateful for Eddie was such, like, a staple in that shit, too. And, like, I got to give my flowers to him while he's always still around and shit. But not a lot of people know about what he did for a lot of the shit back then. And it was only, like, me and him and, like, people like Tez and and a couple other people that were really just... He was really part of the machine. Like, you were all a part of the machine. Like, man, we love this shit to the fucking... Bro, I'm telling you, like, we were putting in money for merch that we didn't even have. Like, so that's why I hate when I hear about blogs and this and that. And they're trying to, like, take money from artists and this and that. For the people that don't even, like, have money. Yeah, like, people don't even have money. They don't even have money to... Do you like my music or not, nigga? Right. Like, like artists don't even have money to spend for themselves, and you're gonna, uh, you're gonna try to ask them for fucking bread, bro. That is the craziest shit, bro. It really is just bullshit, bro. So I've always like, like, it's not even like an advantage because like I don't do it for the advantage. I just do it because I wake up like this, bro. Like it's been, I, I, I don't do it for that. Like, I enjoy putting a smile on people's faces and and seeing them be like wow like this actually meant something to me and nobody fucking paid attention to my shit nobody did this nobody did that like that's why i do this shit and that's why a lot of people should do this shit and when i see artists like you guys that have this this energy going on that that is just almost like it's 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 like the eye test right like you just know that if you guys keep going the way that you're going, it's impossible for you to fail. And like you said, like you don't got to be Drake, you don't got to be this, you don't got to be that, but you both can eat and you know sit at the table with everybody that you want to, as long as you keep true to this shit, bro. Like, like that's yes, like it, it's it's so important, and that's some of the shit that a lot of people, I guess, take for granted or just don't just realize. Been, like lose sight of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, and 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 it's so inspiring to see artists out here still doing that. So, shouts out to you guys, man, and shouts out to everybody in the chat, um, Scarface and all the homies for real. Cause um, 
you guys are are definitely the future 100 percent. so on to lighter topics um 2022 you're just looking to get back into the swing of things uh shows more projects more visuals um outside of music and art what are you guys looking to do this year do you guys have any goals to just you know kick back or what are some some personal goals that you have for yourself outside of music yeah i'm gonna let michael take the floor with this one hmm. what was the question oh, my, my audio is cutting out a little bit i'm sorry um what are some things outside of music that you want to accomplish this year um dude this year alone oh yeah tell me tell me (laughs) (laughs) tell me that's why i said i'm gonna let him go yeah yeah so so you guys have plans for music uh you're just trying to get back into the swing of things shows more visuals uh more everything really want to work on our own merch i mean i guess that kind of has to do with music oh yeah no merch is great though yeah that's definitely outside the box i really want to do that and then me personally i've been really wanting to work more with uh with photography and uh editing you know and maybe with that video videography sorry and uh editing that you know and really fucking going into directing music videos and shit like that and that shit bro i I was watching a little bit of uh the directing of i think the grammys and that shit was fucking insane like they're just he's sitting there watching a whole screen of uh uh, I mean, obviously, I can't do this this year, but um, <laughs> it's a whole team. But he's watching a whole screen of people, like, of uh, cameras, and he's saying, okay, cut camera one. All right, cut camera five. And he's like, he's, dir- like, bro, and it's it's a very uh, well-oiled machine that he's at the top of. He's, you know, the director of, literally, and is, right. yeah, that shit's kind of cool. I'd like to do that at a very smaller scale for, like, music videos, you know? Maybe just literally having one or two fucking people, you know, working on uh, working on videos or a video, and then using their their different footage to chop that up and edit it and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I just really want to dabble into videography and photography and merch. Man, that's great. That's great. One hundred percent. That's great. What about you, Fury? Dude, I'm just uh, I'm striving. You feel me? I'm trying to like. Keep working on my motherfucking mental health, mental stability. Of course. Uh, learn something new every day, you feel me? Uh, learn something about myself. Learn something about the people around me. Learn something about people in general. So that way, you feel me, I'm less quick to fucking judge or be harsh. Uh, just just really progressing as a human being. That's really what I'm trying to do. And just, you know, more streams of income, more fucking ways to figure out shit and keep the ball rolling. Always. Just, you know, keep shit copacetic. Man, I love that. I love that. All positive gains in 2022, man. That's fucking amazing. That's fucking amazing. So, um, we've been chatting it up for a little while. Um, what are some topics that you guys wanted to touch on that we already didn't touch on? Um, do you guys have anything Uh, that you would like to say and you would like to chop it up about? I say... All my favorite rappers are in the group I'm in, the collective I'm in, the actually fucking on paper label I'm in, mm-hmm. community centers. So 
if you guys are listening, whatever the fuck, and go on my Twitter or whatever the fuck, or go, like, at Compton Music and shit, find all the homies. Yeah, go, like, run them niggas up. Yep. Uh, and I just, yeah, like, you listen to Scarface, right? For sure. Scarface was a recent Great submission rapper, right? of mine. Bro. Amazing, right? Fucking blew my mind. Literally yeah. blew my mind. I think Community Sinners was the first time I heard you guys. I'm, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Michael that submitted a Community Sinners song that he produced, and it was one of your tracks. And it was, I think it was with Scarface, maybe. And it was probably fusion dance, bro. It was fucking crazy, okay. bro. Crazy shit. Right. But um, yeah, man. Like, I I I'm just so happy for you guys, and and not like a lot of people have a work ethics like that 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 actually care about their shit. So, um, I'm I glad. Say this. I'm glad you guys do. Somebody, somebody in chat, uh, a little bit ago. Mm-hmm uh redeemed something can you uh can you go back and uh, see what they redeemed and who and, and who that was what are you talking about Cass? i could pull it up but well, what was it was it hit the gas it was a... yes oh shit it was hit the gas fuck me it's no 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 i will in a minute but um usually um one big thing I like to do here is is uh just a lot of shout outs and uh you guys deserve a really big plug. Um so let's take like five, ten minutes and talk about what you guys wanna plug and, and what do you guys want the people to know for this year, man. Um let them know. God damn it. Uh shit. A lot of music on the way. Mm-hmm. I fucking slacked last year. I didn't drop as much as I could have. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm go absolutely batshit insane. Give niggas a fuck ton of music. Try to give you guys some more visuals. Um, Bro, James. Me and Michael probably like, gonna drop like 50 million projects on you niggas. Love Bro, that. What was about to say? Like the only fucking song that I like put out last year. One of the only songs that I put out last year. I put out that fucking smile you're on camera shit, bro. And that was like songs that were like two years old and shit like that. And that was right. Like, so yeah, like Dude, I'm feeling you like You gotta crank that. Fucked up. I was at my parents' fucking like fat as shit. Like, <laughs> hey man, we talking, we talking about, we talking about you feel me? Good, good things, nigga. What we, what we, plotting on? Okay? I'm like 185 now. We hella good. Yeah, man, yeah, that's I'm what I like to hear. Pride, Let's go. Pride. I'm like, yeah. I'm Looking like, good, good, man. Nah, that's good, bro. That's good. That's good, man. So, so new music on the fucking way, bro. New music yeah, on definitely. the fucking way. Uh, um, I want to drop a project called I'm Fine. I want to drop a project called fucking My Friends Died in the Summer. And probably one more, but I don't really know that one's in the air. And yeah. Man. So a lot of new music on the way. A lot of a lot of cool things. I'm trying to figure it out. Man, let's fucking you go. you want to make a three-piece uh, called No Pressure? Nah, that was, that was, that was a seven-track project called Processing. And that was, some no whole, uh, yeah, that was some whole, that was some whole other you just, shit. You, you see, you see my fucking, uh, my dyslexia, my fucking dumbassery. <laughs> I would say, uh, my, I would say other things, but dumbassery. Brother said no pressure. No pressure would be fine though. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it just, it just wasn't fitting with the theme of what. No, I was yeah, with. facts. No pressure. <laughs> No pressure would be fire for like an ignorant as. That's, ignorant I'm gonna wait till I'm turn, till like yeah till I'm back in that bag. I'll give him some shit. Facts. X. All right, so lots to look forward to, man. Uh, it 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 sounds like you guys are really good and really healthy. Um, 
one thing I did want to touch on before we logged off and and gave some some final shout outs and and our goodbyes um you had mentioned fury that you were always trying to keep your mental health up and and one thing that we had discussed uh during our interview was artists having like uh pretty much like standard for themselves uh, or just being too hard on themselves or or just artists in general and mental health uh do you have any words about uh how you feel about that oh damn i say uh don't let the fucking the rat race like fuck your head up and make you think you have to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing like you can take a fucking break you can breathe you can relax you can live your fucking life you can figure yourself out you can figure out you know, whatever you have to. 100%. Because at the end of the day, motherfuckers will tell you consistency is key, but if you don't let off the gas when you need to, you will crash. You will crash the fuck out. So, you feel me? Don't be afraid to take breaks and you feel me? But at the same time, don't be afraid to fucking take risks and, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it pushing at all times. And just don't let fucking anyone tell you what you should do. Don't overwork yourself and, you know, just always fucking... Find a way to fucking appreciate what you have around you. Man, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, I know that, you know, a lot of artists like to sort of push themselves, and then a lot of artists just don't push themselves enough, but the extra push is what separates the greats from the average, but you always got to stop and refuel. You have to know when to, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, always. Or when to, always. And there's people that make so much music that, you know what I'm saying, you could make 30, 40, 50 songs, and then you could tuck away for a month or two, not make any music, but give the illusion that you've been working so much. Too. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah, most of your favorite artists, most of the biggest artists that have to stay consistent do anyways. Yep. You sit in one studio session or a couple studio sessions, make a bunch of fucking music, sit on that, and then while you're living your life, you have all of this music to you know present to the people type shit. You don't you know have to be in the great, studio every single day of your life. You know, it's a great example of that is like uh, the EP that Kendrick Lamar put out. Uh, I think it's called Untitled and Unmastered, where it's yeah, literally it's fucking... like proof that motherfuckers just have a bunch of throwaway shit that could be an album yeah. at any time. Right. Yeah. And it was like literally all the title, the whole title of each song was, uh, it looked like a file name, you know, and it would have the, the date and it would have like 2014 2017. Like that's three years of just fucking coming back to that song, working on that song, putting right. it in the vault, tucking it away, you know, like, doing nothing with it, you know, for a couple months, you know? It's wild I, to me. I actually love that shit, and, and honestly, not only do you have the chance to, like, live your life and go do whatever the fuck you want, right? But you could also, like, go use music again for, like, whenever you feel like it, you know what I mean? There's no obligation. Exactly. You know, there's no, like, you know, if you feel if like... you treat this shit like something stressful, it's gonna, you're gonna, like, want to crash out. You're gonna want to quit. You're not gonna want to do it anymore. Without a doubt. So you can't just kind of sit there and just be like, oh, I have to make it, I have to do this, I have to, like, come on, bro, chill. Mm-hmm. Cause like some days it's gonna suck, and then there are days where it's just like Definitely. you you need to fucking rest. You know what I mean? Like and like the best always distinguish the two. You know what I mean? Cause there's like days where it blows, and you know the shit that you gotta get done is whatever. But then there's days where you're genuinely fucking exhausted, and those are the days where you have to take a step back and just go chill out for a bit. You know what I mean? And and you can go consume art to take back to your art. You know, it's not always a negative as to where, like, you have to go look at it as, like, quote-unquote, a day off. You could always go yeah. back and, like, consume all types of art because I know you're an Definitely. avid uh, fan of anime. 
you guys are both fans oh, of yeah, movies yeah, and 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 like you guys take in all types of great art that you don't have to feel like you should always be in the studio always be writing always this always that because you need some time to consume art as well you know like like fuck you know yeah. and so 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 when you were telling me like what i would have to say to the people or whatever mm -hmm. like also read more books and shit like people don't read enough bro like and right. just like read a fucking book nigga like pick up a book and read i don't know it's not that hard i got a book that came in from amazon today <laughs> Books, hey, short stories. And, and look, I read a lot of manga. I read a lot of comics and shit. Yep. But no, read an actual fucking book. Like for the for the for the sake of yourself. Like read an actual fucking book. <clears throat> there's a lot of great genres too. You know, you, you, fuck. There's horror. There's mysteries. Exactly. Bro, it doesn't there's have to be all... like some sick, some deep ass intuitive. Shit. Yeah. Just, yeah. Fucking, I don't know, Dracula or something. I don't know. You, you really could. You really could. And or and read a fucking Harry Potter book or something. It's extremely stimulating, and you don't even have to like physically pick up a book. Like you could literally like get a Kindle or an iPad or something, and exactly. it's it's like, that simple. You know, have their phone in their hand all day. Might yeah. as well do something that's not just fucking scroll on the internet where people are saying senseless shit. Even writing out, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like like writing is is also like a great way to, you know, n not even oh, just I write, I you know. Write a lot like outside of rap, I write a lot. Like whether it be poetry or just like journaling, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Right. Definitely write out any of your thoughts if you. If it's you have so to. healthy. Like 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 especially in terms of mental health. Like that's one thing that's totally helped me was like writing down like how I felt and like how I should feel and like Definitely. like how I feeling like like how to like steer yourself almost you know what i mean it's fucking weird to say but like if if you like write out your thoughts in real form you can like see how you can change it you know so it yeah you get a grasp of like exactly how you were feeling in that moment how you're currently feeling and shit like that. yeah bro yeah so that's another super healthy thing you know because like fuck shit if you don't like reading bro or whatever like go journal go fuck you could do so many great things don't, that exactly don't just trap yourself inside of your own mind type mm -hmm. shit, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. that's great man two artists that that genuinely like understand mental health and and not like just sort of you know are are neglectful towards it or anything like that i i yeah, really like that. that can never be i really like that that's uh, that's super super fucking important not anymore, at least, you know, I was, yeah. I've been there, done that. I agree. I mean, I would, yeah, there I, was points I, yeah. in time where, like, Reckless. You know, I might have put out, like, 10, 20 EPs that year, but I was being very neglectful of my mental health, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's like, just practice balance, man. Well fucking said, my friends. Well fucking said. Um, So, let's give some shout-outs, man. Let's, let's shout-out everybody in the chat. Shout-out... Who do you guys take inspiration from? And I'm not talking about artists. I'm not talking about anybody. About, uh, who do you care about and who do you do this shit for, man? Shout some people out. Who I do this shit for? I do this shit for uh, Tookie Williams. So rest in peace to the greatest crip of all time. Shouts out. I'm being a fucking, I'm being, I'm being silly. I'm, I'm being silly. <laughs> but nah. Uh, Shout out to all the community centers, man. For yeah. Real. yeah. Uh, go on Twitter, whatever the fuck. Go on Instagram, com, send music, please and thank you. Like, those are all of my, like, closest fucking affiliates in this music shit. Those are people I have a lot of faith in. Shout out to fucking Faded Decade. Go on Instagram, go on fucking Twitter, you know, search up Faded Decade. Uh, great clothing brand, great brand in general. Um, shit, shout out to fucking Michael on this podcast with me. Um, shit, I take inspiration from fucking my mother, the woman that raised me, you know Let's what I'm saying? Let's go, like, man. Like, Let's go. Know, like, just shit. Love Shout that. Out to fucking just, you know, anybody that. that's probably tuned in right now that gives a fuck. Yep. Shout out to everybody, man. I love that, Fury. I love that, Fury. What about you, Michael? First off, 
someone random. I want to I want to shout out Junior Ending. I want everybody here to like go spam Junior Ending on Twitter. Uh, at June, R E I M A N, and tell him to fucking tell him that you love him and that I love him, and tell him to please start making music again. Don't I tell that man to drop music. <laughs> that man, that man can drop music when he wants to drop music that's if he fine, comes around fine, to it. Fine, Do not spam fine. any artist and tell them to drop music. It is the most that's annoying fine. thing you can do to an artist. Let him know, Fury. Let him know, bro. No artist likes being told to constantly drop some shit or constantly do some shit. No human being I, likes that. I didn't mean it like that, Mr. Sir. But I know. Anyway, I'm just saying. It's, it's I just, meant in no. the way of like. Just, just drop a blue heart me. under all of his pictures. <laughs> That'll do, man. Calm the ice prince. Calm the ice prince. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Anyone no, else? Other than that, shout out, shout out those that like you know we're in ends. Kale plant. Uh, fucking dear God, ghost of blue, my homies, and then shout out those that are uh, that are worse. Like you know, r slash were no doms. Donnie Hardaway, RJ the Guru, Sabron. I'm missing a lot, but like, I oh don't, yeah, yeah, I yeah! Don't. Shout out Donnie Hardaway, fucking <laughs> please, please! You have to shout out Donnie Hardaway. You have to shout out fucking dead. You have to shout out, shout out, uh, yeah. fucking Jesus Christ! I can't talk. Let him know, bro. Zapeta, fucking. There's a lot of people, man. There's a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Shouts out all the real people, ones, man. I know, I know. I'm missing a lot, and like, you know, obviously, shout out. There's so many, so I don't want to forget anybody. Shout I don't out, forget yeah, anybody. yeah. I know I am. Shout out Death Waiting, the producer group. I'm in. Kale, fucking. Uh, Umi style, you know, but yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Man, Gloom. I hope I hope he's safe. Out my boy out on uh, in Russia. Uh, super, super. He's a super producer. He's like, you want to talk about consistency? You want to talk about fucking work ethic and like drive, bro? He was like, I saw him on Instagram live once, and he was like cooking up a beat, and I was like, the only one in there it was like 4 a.m. my time, you know, it was like mm-hmm. probably noon or whatever, 2 a.m. in Russia or 2 p.m. in Russia, mm-hmm. and uh, he's fucking cooking up. I'm like, bro, this is fucking insane, he, and he's like 17, 18. He's like, bro, this shit, like this is ass. I'm like, what the fuck? He's on, awesome. He's like constantly fucking putting out music. I said, Gloom's awesome. I hope he's safe. Um, Abyssal Sounds, you know, shout out all of them. There's yeah, a can lot I say one last thing? Can Absolutely. Thing no, we, the floor is yours. Before we get up, okay. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Haji. Rest in peace, David. Free Dito. Free all my Crips. Um, shit. Uh, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you a lot. Be patient with me. I'm only human on all fucking platforms. Every platform, go stream that shit. And yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Let's fucking go, baby. Alrighty. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was our guest segment for the night. Uh, make sure you follow fury make sure you follow michael uh for anybody else y'all watching on yeah facts anybody y'all else weed. y'all better smoke weed to this y'all better enjoy <laughs> yeah, this podcast facts. facts like listen you guys better run this up on youtube show these two some fucking love man show fury some love show michael some love anybody who who saw this on the channel man live thank you i appreciate it uh you guys were great and thank you to Fury and Michael for coming on the show, man. Um, we're doing thank this you so again. Much for us. We're doing this again, one thousand percent. Um, relatively soon. Any a- anytime you want, you're more than welcome to come on. Every Monday, we're <laughs> fucking chilling here, just vibing out. Playlist. Straight up, we're just chilling. So anytime you guys want to come on, you just let me know, man. Thank you I'll for your sure time. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, Thank you for having us. Absolutely, man. My pleasure. Super fun. Super fun. Our pleasure. And 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 I'm glad that we were able to dive in a little bit more into the energy that you guys are putting out. Um, I, I I'm just really happy with it and. This is going to be good for the scene, man, and I hope you guys keep pushing really hard because you're very inspirational, for sure. Thank you so much. That is, that means, like, the fucking world, yeah. Because, I don't know. That's a big-ass statement. Thank you. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Alrighty, um, I suppose I'm going to go finish off the show. You guys are free to go. Thank you for your time once again. I really, really appreciate it. Um, This will be live on the YouTube channel this Saturday. Um... Hell yeah. Make sure you tune in and make sure you follow Fury. Make sure you follow Michael. I'm gonna link both their socials in the description. Don't don't worry about finding their shit. Just look in the box. Make sure you show them some love. Make sure you go stream. Be patient with me. I'm only human. Show the motherfuckers some love, man. Straight up. Yeah. Everyone be safe and have a fucking great night. Be safe. Thank you guys. Make sure you put the burner in the stash box. (laughs) Let them know, Fury, bro. Man. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm in chat. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, I think my links are on my Twitch. So there yep. you go. You, you're more than welcome to drop them in chat. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, I will talk to you guys extremely soon. You have a good night, brother. Later, later, much later. Love. Thank you. Be safe. Man, let's go. That was a conversation with two legends man um chopped it up for almost two hours got over a pretty decent amount of topics um just was able to lay out a good foundation a good update uh for the homies and i hope that was an okay representation because that won't be the only time that Gary and michael will be on the show rest assured believe that so i hope you guys enjoyed um we can get right into submissions um let me just uh go take a piss and we can hop right into it um you guys know the drill man i'll pop open the twitter Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I will be right back. Um, I'm going to take piss. I'm going to run a quick ad. You guys can vibe out to the lo-fi. And um, thank you for tuning in. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, We probably got another hour and a half of the show. Um, Pretty decent show. So we're going to keep it going. This is a live podcast. Yo, shout out Offspring Mysterious, man. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it, man. I hope everybody's good um anybody's messages i missed i was not ignoring you um obviously during the show i like to keep it free flow so we don't um dive too off topic but um shout out anybody who tuned in man i appreciate it i i really do you guys are shit um we're gonna be doing a lot more of these guest episodes we're gonna dive into a lot of important topics um just trying to keep the train rolling you know so once again thank you um I'll be right back. Give me three minutes and we're going to hop right into submissions.
Yo, 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 I'm back. How's everybody doing, man? What's poppin', what's poppin'? Let me just, uh, get a quick hit of a sig, and we can hop right into these, man. Michael, you did great. Um, tell Fury he did an amazing job as well. He fucking killed it. Alright, we're back ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's fucking do this, hope you're all well, that was a uh, great segment, if I do say so myself, but, you guys know the drill, it's time. Um, basically, uh, I have to find a tweet first. We're just going to hop right into submissions, honestly. But, you guys know the drill, man. And if you don't, um... This is how you submit for the Music Money's podcast. Um, every week, tweets drop following the podcast every Tuesday. Um, and they read as follows. Artists and creatives. Submissions are open for live reviews at Music Mondays. Live on 4, 4, 22, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right the fuck now here live. If you'd like to submit your music, artwork, fashion, or digital creation, drop your link support portfolios below. All our forms are welcome. So, um... If you're ever curious on how to submit for the podcast, how to get your music played on Music Mondays, uh, this is the way. Um, just drop your music and everything under these tweets. Uh, we do not take submissions via DM or any other variation just to, like I said, keep the show pretty free flow and give respect to anybody else uh, dropping submissions. So... Before we get into it, man, um, I talked briefly at the top of the show, but uh, Music Mondays episode 62 is live on the channel. Um, that's like a five-hour show with like a whole bunch of submissions and a whole bunch of really, really good topics in there. So uh, if you haven't seen that, make sure you go check it out, man. Um, and as well, make sure you go check out allmusicmondays.com for our latest articles. Um, 
we have a girl IRL article live by Raylo. Um, that article is actually probably one of our best that we've dropped on the website. Um, so definitely go fucking check that out, 100%. Um, but we're dropping weekly articles every Friday, and uh, we've been snapping on the written content, but we've also been uploading uh, on the YouTube channel as well every Thursday. So just as like an extra bit of YouTube content and an extra bit of uh, just Music Mondays for everybody that wants more content. Um, so go check it out, man. Um, we recently hit, I think, about 30 subscribers on our channel. So that's amazing. Uh, it's, it's, it's about the one-year anniversary for Music Mondays as well. Which is kind of crazy because uh, I talked about it a little bit on my uh, personal channel. But, like, it's it's pretty crazy to see uh, where we've come and, and how much farther I still have to go. Um, because I don't like to pat myself on the back too much. But it's definitely been a crazy road from where I started. Um, leaving a platform, not really having a home to go to. And then um, deciding on making a podcast and then pushing a podcast into its own platform. Um, like at one point I was playing Skate 3 not even having the ability to uh, play music on stream. Like, like it was really crazy to uh, see the journey. And... Uh, really just put everything to use i'll pat you on the back thank you apple let's fucking get it baby but um well one year and i'm not even halfway to where i want to be not even a quarter actually but uh i'm glad that it's actually made some progress and i get to have awesome creators like fury and michael on the show and eddie and everybody else who's involved um there's a lot coming this year for Music Mondays, and uh, we're just getting started, so... Sit fucking tight, buckle up. And it's time for the Spring Takeover. So, with that said, let's get right into submissions, man. Um, we're just gonna go right down the line. Uh, we have about... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14 submissions, not too shabby. Let's hop right into it, baby. So, first up, we have the homie Rude Boy Romeo, and he submitted a track with the caption, Producer dropped his beat on YouTube today. Romeo's Pain, and it's by Rude Boy Romeo. So, he submitted this four hours ago, so this is a relatively brand new track, so... This will be pretty interesting. Um, let's check this out. Dunk. This will be interesting. Um, usually, when we have uh, Ruby Romeo tracks, they're a couple of days old, or or just like not like hot off the like the press like this so this is gonna be pretty interesting this is pretty much a premiere um but overall rude boy romeo is a staple to music mondays and um 
it's funny because I was just talking about the anniversary, and Rude Boy Romeo was one of the artists that uh, reached out pretty early on, and uh, actually had a lot of talent and a lot of promise um, in terms of of being unique and and just putting out shit that they enjoy. So, without further ado, Rude Boy Romeo, Romeo's Pain. Let's get it. That was really interesting. Um, and it and it looks like he dropped like a whole bunch of tracks too. So you guys know drill. Let's um let's break it down. We're gonna talk about instrumentals, uh, we're gonna talk about vocals, and we're gonna talk about the overall theme of the track. Um it's a great instrumental. Um, this melody is great. I I would have to agree with you, Bloodcat, for sure. Um, it's it, it's a great instrumental choice. I always feel like Ruby Romeo has like some of the like better tastes I've ever uh come across when it comes to B choices. Um, he just has this great like R and B sort of like like just like sample heavy inspiration. So. Without a doubt, a Rude Boy Romeo staple, a hundred percent. But uh, instrumental solid, um, comfortable R and B like, uh, definitely chill. Um, typical Rude Boy Romeo fashion though, um, definitely fits his style without a doubt. Um, let's talk about vocals. Vocals are kind of interesting here. Um, the mix was solid. Definitely a Rude Boy mix. Um, nothing too out of the ordinary. Um, everything was solid, not too clashy or anything like that or low. Uh, it was, it was, it was definitely um, a good balance. But uh, some of the interesting flows in here, when it comes to cadence and uh, things like that, are are kind of like. You could say that they're not like your style or or like you don't really like them that much, but the thing is with Rude Boy Romeo is like you always have to tip it because Rude Boy always goes outside the box and like is always pushing himself as an artist and like trying to like perfect himself on like all different types of beats 
And I think that's something that not a lot of artists do. And it's proved time and time again that Rude Boy can, like, be successful if he, like, keeps trying, like, flows or keeps trying to, you know, get into beats or, or you know, work himself in a certain way. So I really feel like Rude Boy is, is definitely, like, uh, really blossoming when it comes to an artist and, and really just trying to figure out, like, who he is and what he likes and, and you know trying to perfect his craft and and i really love that about him but um overall um it's it's got some bounce to it i like it it's 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 not like it's it it's not like uh what's the word like overbearing or anything like that it's 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 just a very chill almost lo-fi energy type track you know it definitely makes you want to kick back. That's for sure. But uh, overall, I like the vocals. Um, the writing's good as well. Um, Rude Boy's always been a really passionate writer. Um, when it comes to his lyrics, Rude Boy is, is definitely not short on that. Um, Rude Boy just has like a really good way of like using phrases and, and painting uh, just portraits for his songs, man, to be honest with you. Um, but he knows how to sort of like keep his own style but like still have energy on the track and it's interesting because he has such a chill style but like there's still energy in there like it's crazy but um like i said overall i enjoy the vocals a lot um the overall theme of the track is definitely dope i like the track titled romeo's pain the cover's nuts i like how the cover is um the same throughout all the tracks that he dropped like in this bunch so i think that's really dope um but romeo's paint definitely goes hand in hand with the writing um definitely some clever bars in there and and just some nuances and things that are you know exclusive to rude boy and and how he writes so i gotta respect that as well because music's definitely like a almost like a therapy for rude by romeo so I think it's dope, man. I like the theme a lot. Overall, uh, very solid track. Um, Rude Boy Romeo, like I said, has been a staple, man. So it's always a pleasure to hear from Rude Boy and, and to see what he's been up to, man. And and by the looks of it, uh, Rude Boy has been killing it. So good for you, homie. Keep it the fuck up. Um, and of course, as always, make sure you show Rude Boy some love. Make sure you follow Rude Boy on Twitter, man. Follow Rude Boy on SoundCloud. Um, just show him some love, man. Rude Boy is definitely a staple uh, on Music Mondays, 100%. And of course, you guys know the drill. Um, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And when does the YouTube re-upload drop? Every Saturday. Um, you're watching here live on Monday. Um... Oh, I just sneeze. Um, YouTube reupload uh drops every Saturday, so be on the lookout for that, man, and make sure you show it some love for sure. So, Ruby Romeo, that was solid, one hundred percent. Up next, we got the homie Cole Gerard, and Cole is a a really good friend of the homie King Mark, and um, Cole has uh been very active in. Uh, supporting Music Mondays and has just 
showing a lot of love, man. Uh, definitely a very positive energy to have around. Um, and just a really dope individual. Um, just something that is needed in a lot of places. Um, and it, it's it, it's just it, it's just a real pleasure to have around. But um, I believe this is the first time we've had Cole on the show. I believe. You miss a sick beat. <laughs> um, so yeah. First time submitting artists, Cole Gerard, a very active member of the Music Money's community, man. So let's see what they submitted. Um, they submitted a track titled Deja Vu, and it's a YouTube link. So we can definitely, definitely pop this open in a new tab for sure. So, before we get into this, we're going to put that on 1080. We're going to let this super duper loud. And we got the distro kit upload. Uh, this track's titled Deja Vu. Cold Gerard. Let's get it, baby. First time submitting artists on Music Mondays. Like it's deja vu vibes like what I got 
gotta lose Got so many lines, which one do I choose? I can make a choice, what I gotta do I'm running with a big pop, loud mouth, hood up, ice style I like them nice lights, ice style I'm the thump in the crowd when I'm bobbing my head With my boys in the back, running, 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 running. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna you some I can flip it, we can do some real strong Yeah impressed that's crazy i was not expecting that that was that was like very like different i don't know what i was expecting but that's heat that's that's really heat cole is extremely talented so it, it it's like got this like alternative vibe but like cole can spit like for sure cole's like definitely like a good writer but Let's break this down, man. Uh, we're going to talk about the instrumental. We're going to talk about vocals. We're going to talk about the overall theme of the track. So, uh, the instrumental is fire. Like, 10 out of 10 without a fucking doubt. This beat is crazy. Um, the mix is really good. The bass is really good. The drums are really good. Um, it doesn't clash with vocals or anything like that. This is a 10 out of 10 beat choice from me. Um, not so much... For what the beat is but because like if you know you can like pick a beat like this and just destroy it um i feel like cole made this beat better for sure like it's definitely a good like solo beat like 100 like like from a like a producer standpoint but um cole definitely made this beat like 10 times better like like a cole like slid on this like uh fucking sled for sure um so yeah big fan of the instrumental here vocals i'm impressed man i'm i'm like really really impressed um not that um i wasn't expecting anything or i didn't have my like hopes high or anything like that but more so um i didn't know what to expect and uh, like especially with like first time submitting artists it's like okay what are we gonna get you know and uh a call definitely delivered man it's like this great like hip hop alternative fusion with 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 like these these like just just like well written clever bars but like they're not I don't know it's it's great it's great 100% um it's something to do with like the blending that that really got me here because Cole hits some notes and, and, and just, like, really experiments with his vocals, I feel like. I mean, unless, like, genuinely, like, you know, that's what Cole is, is like, pretty much used to. But overall, like, it, Cole definitely delivered on the fusion. Like, 100%. I should submit the old collects King for that cap, so man's got range. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm trying to hear more. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, 1,000%. But overall, man, the vocals, um, solid, really, really solid. And, and especially when it comes to the mix, um, 
if you're going to be skating on vocals like this and and doing all types of like um just new types of flows it's got to be mixed well and cole definitely delivered on the mix for sure cole's cole's definitely uh a solid engineer when it comes to this for sure um but the writing i think is what probably impressed me the most when it comes to vocals um the mix was great but but more so the the writing on this was just uh it delivered like like not only was it like good writing but but it was it was delivering on the confidence level you know what i'm saying like it like cole was confident on this track and and that's something that when you're going to be making um sounds like this you got to be confident, and, and and Cole definitely delivered on that uh, end as well, a hundred percent. But uh, writing was solid, mix was good, um, didn't clash with the beat, nothing like that. Um, even some of the crazier notes went really hard. I think Cole, um, really shines when it comes to sort of the higher stuff. Um, I feel like Cole could even like sing, like like be like a crazy like r&b singer cole could like cold yet yeah. now that you say that mark like now that i'm thinking about it this this motherfucker absolutely has range he's got to he's got to that's sick yeah yeah 100 percent. so instrumental solid um a vocal is definitely solid um the overall theme of the track was definitely it was a pretty good showcase of of who cole is as an artist if if i'm gonna be honest with you um because it made a really good first impression on me because i hadn't heard anything from cole prior to this so um it was a good showcase because this is something i would put on a playlist or put on soundcloud sunday or something like that um It's an interesting kind of theme because the cover almost throws me off a little bit. But at the same time, this is also probably one of those tracks where it means more to Cole and, and has a lot of like symbolic meaning to Cole. So overall, solid theme. Um, track titles fire. And um, I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed. I'm definitely impressed. And I think Cole's from uh, Illinois. I think um, so. He has like this, like really good sort of like vocal range that that I don't I don't know where he got the inspiration from, but but it just sounds fucking great. So yeah, man. Um, Cole, keep doing your thing, homie. Uh, much fucking love. Thank you for the submission. Uh, make sure you guys go play Deja Vu. Go show some love. Go show Cole some love. Uh, go drop a like on this. Go follow Cole on Twitter at Cole Gerard, man. Um, and just show him some love, man. Cole's definitely somebody that I like to hear more from in the future. And uh, absolutely would like to see continue uh, creating shit like Deja Vu. For sure, for sure. So, Rude Boy was fire. Um, Cole was great. Great first impressions. Um, I'm very intrigued by this man's stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, especially the uh, 
King Mark um, collab as well. I feel like that could be really good. But um, No Name Dread is our next submission. And they submitted a track titled I'm Find. And this should be interesting. Um, no Name Dread has been killing it with submissions that are just like very very rare and like look at this cover so we have a exclusive private track here um i don't know if this is dropping soon or this is just some really new dread cookup but regardless uh this is what you're hearing first on music mondays um Dread, without a doubt, has one of the most unique styles we've ever encountered on Music Mondays. From his vocal range to his production, his art. Um, Dread's got a fucking one hell of a style. That's for sure. And his submissions have just been topping each other week after week. So I'm really, I'm really excited to get into some new exclusive Dread. Um, so this is uploaded five days ago. I'm not sure when it's dropping, but Music Mondays premiere... No name dread. I'm fine. I cannot believe that. Holy shit. It'll drop sometime in the future with the collections of other songs. This goes, damn. Set him fine. Dude, what the fuck? Yo, fuck, dude. Dread is one talented ass motherfucker. I. Week after week, I'm, I'm continuously impressed, man. Um, and one thing that just sticks out to me is how good Dread is at doing his vocals, whether they're, you know, a regular pitch down 
whatever mix he chooses to do, it's fucking 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes when people choose, like, other mixes and uh, do other types of shit with their music, it can change their sound so drastically, but Dread, it just does not. And this is fucking proof of that, man. This is... Wow. Fuck. Okay, so... You guys know Drill, man. Let's break it down. Uh, we're gonna talk about the instrumental. We're gonna talk about vocals. We're gonna talk about the overall theme of this track, man. Um, instrumental is 10 out of 10. Dread has one hell of a fucking uh, sound when it comes to instrumentals and beats. Um, Dread is normally a type of ethereal, heavy bass, but dreamlike cloud sort of sound. But uh, I'm sure Dread could dabble in whatever he really wanted to dabble in. Um, but at the end of the day, Dread always makes the best of, of these beats that are just so evil, but yet, like, dreamlike. They're not, like, very, like, pure, like, muddy 808 evil. They're very, like, heavy, like, dream evil. And it's it's crazy. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it, it just takes you to a sort of weird feeling. And, and Dread's music is, is definitely very unique when it comes to um when he just starts off you know picking a beat making a song and it all starts with the beat you know so i feel like the taste in beats is is such a big influence here as far as you know where the rest of your track goes of course but instrumentals 10 out of 10 um a great great beat choice but just a very dread choice as well um I feel like if the last like three or four weeks, like whether it be old dread, new dread, dread's really like come into his sound. Like, like after all this time, you know, like playing like no name poshy shit and playing like just other obscure dread tracks that aren't recent. And then to hear something like this, it's just like, man, like you just fuck, you know, you like you just have to be happy for it because artists like find a sound that they enjoy doing and then they just like keep doing it and it's the sickest shit but um like i said b choice 10 out of 10 100 percent um vocals huge huge fan of this mix um i feel like almost the mix gets better each time um regardless of whether dread's doing much to tweak it each time um it could be the way you're performing vocals anything like that but each time it's gotten smoother better and clearer and like dread makes like the pitches like really dope like like it's 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 pretty rare to find some shit like this in 2022 but to find it and have it be this well done is pretty impressive um so without a doubt i'm a big fan of the mix but the writing and i guess we'll talk about the theme in a minute but the writing is is really what tops this track off um so the sound is fucking great the mix is great but the writing is is just it, it it's it's really great because dread just tops this off with with flows and writing that that it's like wait a minute hold up this is a fucking bop and uh it really is like like this is what i would consider an underground classic for sure like drop this with a visual and and 
like it's just so unheard of and so good that it's like yeah like this is the type of shit you want to see pushed this is the type of shit you want to see more of and um it just makes me happy to see dread uh finally like not finally but to come into like this like almost confident style and um just really submit something like this this is this is really dope this is almost one of the newer or newest maybe dread tracks that we've ever heard but uh overall um instrumental absolutely great um i love the choice per usual vocals are great um the mix improvement is insane the writing's great the flows and the hook here especially are great um and and it's a very like easy memorable hook as well so solid moving on to the theme though sort of ties into the writing and what we're talking about um man the hook set him fine like bro that is heat bro and like <clears throat> i feel like dread could only do some shit like that like i don't know you hear artists try to take this like avenue like a lot you know what i mean like like artists will try to take like a swerve like and and just do some shit like this and it just doesn't work out man it just fucking work out like this shit will stick in your head <clears throat> and that's how you know it's fire 100 percent. but um the writing is is what really makes this um really really dope and just overall contributes to like the track title and this cover once again tops off the theme and and it's just almost this like Dread might be the leading scorer for covers, just in terms of like uniqueness and and really blending all types of like outdoor forest vibes with like straight futuristic deep fried vibes, um and 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 just always comes out to like this crazy color palette, like the color palette on that cover is insane, but um overall man, very memorable track. 100%. Um, and that's how I know you definitely have a hit on your hands is because this is just very memorable and, and definitely needs more eyes on it when it drops. For sure. Um, but overall, man, um, when it comes to the theme and the writing and the bars and the hook, there's just so much clever shit in here packed into like two minutes that it's like, okay, Dread, let's fucking get it. Um, and it's another, like, emotional release track where you could almost, like, take these lyrics and, and scream them, but at the same time, Dread's just so chill and very, like, set them fine. So, it's kind of impactful, like, the more I think about it. Um, so, I'm very impressed. Very, very fucking impressed, honestly. Can't wait for this to fucking drop. No name dread. Thank you for the submission, homie. Much fucking love. Um, make sure you guys follow No Name Dread to get this track first. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Show him some love, man. Follow him at No Name Dread One. Um, and of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be featured in a description box of the re-upload. <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Um, you guys have been fucking snapping. Like, 
absolutely fucking snapping. That that one kind of threw me for a loop there. That one kind of threw me for a loop. So, Rude Boy, fire. Whole fire. Dread, absolutely fire. Up next, we get the homie, Heavy Metaphors. This upcoming project is going to be worked on and added to and is me and so it looks like this is human resources and danger datsun so first off if you don't know heavy metaphors is a producer for the collective human resources human resources is a collective of instrumentalists that uh just make some of the most unique and out of this world sounds um always coming in and out of the scene and always uh showing love to music mondays man so this is apparently one of their more recent tracks um and it's in a collab with human resources featuring heavy metaphors and danger that song so let's check this out um and see what we have here it's under a uh, SoundCloud called Supernormal. Interesting. Supernormal is 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 that like what the collab project is called? Probably. Danger, human resources, and heavy. Yeah, so it's it's probably just all of them. Uh, so we got a pretty a pretty decent collaboration track here. Let's uh. Let's check this out. So, submitted by Heavy Metaphors and Human Resources. Tracks titled, Congrats Demon. Let's see. Five days ago.
This is vibes as fuck. I'm about to go to Taco Bell if you want anything. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, Kale. This is definitely a fucking vibe. <laughs> definitely a fucking vibe for sure. Uh, so human resources has always had these like wonderful, just sort of like very out of this world instrumentals, but they're always still very modern, if that makes sense. Um, they always use the most interesting and unique sounds, and they always do the most interesting sort of visuals and. And this is definitely an interesting collab. So it, it it fucking checks out. That's for sure. So let's get right into it, man. Obviously, no vocals to comment on here. So we're going to talk about the instrumental. We're going to talk about the theme of Congrats, Demon. Um, so. Hey, uh, how do I request? Request a submission. Submissions are closed when the show starts. But um, when it comes to the instrumental, like I said, human resources has always been a collective and more so heavy metaphors that are just very, um, just are filled with some of the most unique yet like almost classic kind of sounds. Because when it comes to heavy metaphors and human resources, they're very like raw instrumentalists and they mix it with a lot of like um process sounds as well and 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 i feel like they always have this like extreme benefit from that because it's like this huge group of talented individuals um but they come together with almost a modern take on you know classic sounds and it's kind of sick, but uh, overall, it's got a very like indie alternative sound. Um, like they've sort of expanded on on sounds and uh, how like you know things are done. But when it comes to them collabing with another artist, this is definitely something that is interesting because. Whenever I've seen Human Resources um, collab or anything like that, uh, it's usually with a vocalist or uh, themselves. But this is interesting because, like, the branding throws me off a little bit because Supernormal is, like, maybe the name of their collab project. But yet... Um, I think danger is a producer either that or an artist um creation and speculation check out my nfts it's it's like interesting because like things like this like i don't really like you know like it's it's very messy i'm not gonna lie um Like, I don't get it. Like, like music aside and instrumental for a second, like, going to, like, look at this and, and like, whether it be, like, a collab or, or anything like that, it's sort of, like, it's hard to tell who's doing what. And and the fact that it's uploaded on a separate channel, it, it, it like, makes it hard to decipher anything. But 
I like the concept 100%, regardless of whether this is like an instrumental collab or this is a NFT collab, maybe. I don't know if this guy did the art or what, but um, yeah, that's the only thing that really throws me off is, is, is I don't really get it. Um, but when it comes down to the instrumental man, like I said, um, human resources and heavy metaphors have always been experts in blending sounds and, and genres, and this is definitely no exception. Um, and Congrats Demon totally comes off as like super indie, but at the same time, it has a great alternative sound to it. Um, I really, really enjoy the mix here, um, especially the drums. I feel like Heavy Metaphors has always had like a super talent with the drums. I, I, I've always been a huge fan of Heavy Metaphors drums and um, how he structures his drums as well. Because um, the melodies are great, without a doubt. Um, the melodies could be played on their own. Um, they've always been talented instrumentalists. But when it comes to the drums, fuck, the drums are, are always so well structured and, and so well mixed that um even even if you were to only listen to instrumentals i feel like heavy metaphors and human resources are artists that you could easily throw on a lot of their tracks and you would vibe out 100 percent, and and you could chill out and you could um they have like very wide ranges like they have chill study music and then they have um gym music and hype music and and harder types of beats so it's kind of cool to see them still kicking and still like putting out new fresh ideas when it comes to mixing raw instrumentals and modern sounds you know but overall man um i like the concept here it's dope it's dope um overall i would just recommend a little bit more deciphering on what's what and um who's who but other than that um really really fire concept um and congrats demon is is up to human resources and heavy metaphors standards without a doubt um so with that said Shout out Heavy Metaphors, shout out Human Resources, and shout out anybody else involved in this project, man. Uh, you guys did an excellent job. Um, overall, it was it was it was solid. Um, the theme kind of threw me off because because I tried to think about the theme like uh, like as I was going along, and it was taking different directions. So I was like, just thrown off, and and that would be the only thing I would uh. I would take away. But um, like I said, shout out Heavy Metaphors, shout out Human Resources, man. You guys did an excellent job. Uh, thank you for the submission. Uh, and of course, make sure you follow Heavy Metaphors on Twitter. Make sure you follow Human Resources and Danger That Sun on Twitter. Um, and of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description box of the YouTube re-upload. Interesting, man. Like, you guys know the drill, right? Like, I don't, you know... You don't have to be, like, super fucking descriptive or anything like that, but just let people know what your project is, you know? Like, rather than, uh... You know, you don't want to have 500 SoundClouds and, and, you know, 
not credit people properly and and you know if you're gonna serve somebody a steak with potatoes make sure you tell them it's a steak of potatoes you know what i'm saying so that's the kind of thing with that you know it, it doesn't have to be fucking top tier but at the end of the day because me i could figure it out for myself this is what i do this is my job i i uh seek out and find and put on artists and and i've been doing this for four plus years and yada 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 but in terms of like new supporters and new listeners you know what i mean somebody stumbling up uh across your music is not going to get you know whatever you're trying to get across if you're structuring it in a weird way so always keep that in mind you know because me you know i can give you advice and i can you know uh help you with opinions and shit like that but at the end of the day it's always going to be about the people that you know are stumbling across your shit and and you know i know what me as a listener and what you know other listeners don't enjoy when they stumble across music so always always interesting topics to talk about you know um and that's why i do uh one-on-one management and and shit like that is because uh topics and ideas like that uh are important but nonetheless, man, uh, up next, we got the homie Offspring Mysterious. And well, we have another short film from the homie Offspring, man. Um, Offspring has blessed us with short films and a bunch of content that has just filled our episodes and, and just gave us time to decompress and uh, bring the content shift to another place. And uh, we're happy to premiere and check out and always look at Offspring Mysterious uh, short films and and what's going on in the life of Offspring, man. You know, it's 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 always a pleasure. So they submitted a short film titled "What Is Love, Baby Don't Hurt Me." No more. Sorry, I had to finish it. But uh, <laughs> let's check this out, man. Um, for those of you who don't know, Offspring Mysterious is a producer, writer, uh, editor, short filmmaker, and overall a jack-of-all-trades when it comes to independent art, man. Uh, we premiere, check out, and look at Offspring short films here on the Music Mondays podcast and just gives an insider outlook on, on what some creators are doing outside of music, outside of art, outside of other things, and, and uh, just to show love to people that uh are doing shit that they enjoy so let's get into it man pops up a new tab turn the volume chats to say well for this premiere i got you so march 28th 2022 so this is literally probably a week old if that so this will be really good this is some new offspring sometimes we get some offspring short films that are like uh from last year or months ago or or anything like that but this is definitely some new offspring content so this will be very very exclusive um and yeah man we review everything on here and and watch party everything on here from uh music art uh digital art paintings fashion uh nfts short films um twitch clips we've literally reviewed pretty much one of everything here on music monday so feel free to uh submit any other type of art that you feel 
the the need to submit and 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 it really deserves spotlight, you know. Um. So without further ado, Offspring Mysterious, what is love? Wait. I was about to say this this angle is crazy. We gotta full screen this bitch. RIP. Jiggy baby. That hit the gritty on him. <laughs> oh, look at that shit, baby. Uh. 
Yeah, it looks like it. I'm not gonna lie. It definitely looks like it. That was sick. That edit, dude. That edit is actually gold. <laughs> no, that's great. He's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm get jiggy. Uh. 
Yeah, dude, you've gotten so good at editing. Not that it was bad before, but the improvement's insane. and shit. Uh, let's get it off spring. What the fuck? No way. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, okay, okay. Boo! Oh, yo.
<laughs> Are you saying? What the fuck? Yeah, if I have a mod in here, can somebody get that, please? Dude, coming out of the bathroom with the sweatshirt, the towel fucking sent me. What the fuck? Dude never misses. Yo, Arco, it's good on me. Hope you well. I'll spring goes off, man.
Bro, the fucking edits get me every time. Some lizards, but just feed them and they'll be fine. <laughs> Let's get it, Harko. That's good to hear, my friend. later <laughs> oh no no way
This beat's crazy. <laughs> oh no. What a happy ending. <laughs> that was fucking great. That was... Okay, so... I said I had an idea, right? And I was just like, yo, I have an idea. Fucking... Surprise is a new single. April 13th, 2022. Bitch. But... But... I thought about this, right? And, and you're going to be like, holy shit. Bro, I could 100% see one of these going viral, whether it be your sports clips or something to do 
with any one of these scenes, and I could see them going viral with one of your beats behind it. Or if you filmed a music video with the computer uh, monitor over your head, 100%. 100%. I, I like I could just see it because it's it's that like it's that like I don't know. It's just that outlandish that I think people would be like, "Holy shit, this is actually crazy!" Like a video with the monitor would go so fucking hard. It it it, it would go it would go insanely hard. Yeah. That could be fucking crazy. So regardless, um, I like this one a lot. Uh, just purely based on the fact that the editing is is so, it, it just improved. Like you could tell the amount of time that you put into this, um, and it and it's truly showing because not only is your editing better, but the way that you're presenting yourself on camera is more creative and there's more angles and there's more everything uh and improvement's the number one thing when it comes to anything so as long as you're improving i think you're doing something right and this is definitely an improvement but i could see one of these clips going viral just because 99 percent of the time you produce the music in them anyways unless you're using something else but most of the time it's all songs you've produced so I feel like this could easily go viral and it's all your content. Like like that's the thing. Like you could like make that your thing. Like you're just doing a bunch of videos with a monitor over your head. That would actually I'm telling you, that would actually be really sick. That like it just occurred to me like like how rare this is and I really think you could benefit it if you just keep doing this. Like, just keep keep creating, keep fucking filming new shit, keep f just finding new interesting things to film. I got a few TV head ideas of mine. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think you should take advantage of that. If not for a visual, like, you could film or, or, or like, just, like, more photo shoots and, and just, like, I feel like you could really take that to another level. 100%. But this one was good, man. This one was good. I always like the ones that have, like, sports in them or, or like, you're, like, like outside or, or throwing the balls. Like, it's crazy. It's so crazy. This one's definitely up there, though. Um, Especially with how recent it is, too. Like, like it, the improvement's tenfold. Because usually we watch some of your older library pieces where... They're from like last year or something like that. So to see something this new cooked up, it's it's like it's really it's really dope. Honestly, it's really fucking dope. I'm impressed, Offspring. Good for you, homie. But I think that's that's like one of the only things I wanted to touch on. Um, but other than that, man, uh, still the jack of trades, honestly, and of course. For usual, um, in this latest upload, we have the description and every song used along with all of Offspring uh, information located down below. Um, and of course, we get a sneak preview of an exclusive single dropping April 13th.
let's fucking get it, baby. Um, but yeah, man, Offspring is is probably the leading scorer when it comes to like doing things outside of music to further their music, if that makes sense. Like Offspring's like producing tracks and then like filming short films and then like using his own tracks like in those short films. Like not a lot of artists do shit like that. So it's impressive. It's a hundred percent impressive. And um I think one of my favorite parts though was noticing like how well the early edits were. Like, especially like off rip. I, I started to notice I was like, holy shit, Offspring's editing has gotten like super fucking detailed. But regardless, man, let's fucking get it. New Offspring single, April 13th, 2022. Be on the lookout for that. Um, and of course, shout out Offspring Mysterious, man. Make sure you go show Offspring some love. Make sure you go subscribe to Offspring's YouTube channel, man. He's super, super close to 100 subs. Make sure you go show him some love. Um, hit him up for instrumentals. Show his music some love, man. And of course, follow Offspring on Twitter. Make sure you follow Offspring on SoundCloud. Show Offspring some love, man. A consistent supporter of Music Mondays, and it, always a pleasure to premiere some of your content, man. Thank you for the submission. Let's fucking get it, baby. And of course, per usual, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description box of the YouTube re-upload. My friend sent me vocals. He did. Would you like to hear it? Uh, yeah, you can send it to my DM. Be on the lookout for new videos in the coming months. Let's fucking get it, Offspring. And plus, it's getting warmer outside. Just wait for this animated series I'm working on. King Mark's gonna come in with something that shits all over Rick and Morty. And it's just gonna be like an anti-Rick and Morty show. Let's fucking get it, baby. So, um, we already did a pretty good dent in these. Let's get it. Um, I don't think we missed anybody. We covered Rude Boy, covered Cole, No Name Dread, Heavy Metaphors, Offspring. Up next, we got the homie Harko. Wildly on brand, not gonna lie. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling you would like that one. Um, but up next, we got the homie Harko, man. Um, we've listened to Harko's music uh, for the last couple of uh, episodes of Music Mondays, and he's consistently impressed on all sorts of avenues and bases, and definitely is a promising artist we featured here on Music Mondays. So I'm excited to get into another Harko track for sure. Um, Harko mentioned um, he's going to be at work, but I saw him in the chat earlier, so he's here in the chat lurking somewhere. But they submitted a track titled Floating in the Ocean, and it's an official lyric video. So this will be pretty interesting. Harko usually snaps on the visuals, so with a lyric video, this should be pretty dope. We'll pause this, we'll uh, make sure this is 1080, we'll full screen, let's get immersed, make sure the volume's up. Harco, Floating in the Ocean, official lyric video. Underneath the shade, she said I'm her favorite little geek. 
favorite little game. Didn't have to do that much but speak. I mean, true. Go ahead and think I'll sing. Play. I've been floating in the ocean. Feeling like a million in control of my emotions. Looking off the very end, my mama wonders if I'll say. Half the time I'll know what to say. I'll know what the fuck to say. Looking up, no clouds in my eyes. Say I cannot watch my whole life. Watch this shit. Eyes on me like I'm Hibachi. I'm Hibachi. I know I'll become somebody. And that's a fucking fact. I like the edit, man. The edit was good. That was a comfy little edit. I like, I, I, I like the whole, uh, like the bouncing was great. Like, like in there's just like a little extras, like, like, uh, lyrics on the ad libs and shit like that. Uh, I like the extra effort a lot. It, it, it really showed here. Uh, this is dope. This is dope. So, Harco is definitely one of those artists that, uh, We've hosted here on Music Mondays that are relatively not only new, but um, also very versatile when it comes to what they can make. Um, so far, I've heard Arco on definitely some alternative shit, um, some more upbeat um, type of instrumentals. And this has almost got like an indie vibe to it, except with like a little bit of like little bit of pop sprinkled in there like like i fuck with this a lot this is a great vibe um it's some good like it's some like feel good music i'm not gonna lie um i got some thoughts let's uh let's do this of course, you guys know the drill. We're going to break it down by instrumental. We're going to talk about the vocals, and we're going to talk about the overall theme of this track. Um, Isn't this beat sick? Follow the beat maker. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about, the visual, bro. Like, that shit's, that shit's really cool. But, um... The instrumental's dope. I, li I like Harko's beat choices a lot. Um, I feel like Harko picks beats based off of, like, what he likes listening to, rather than, like, what he feels like he'll sound good on. I feel like Harko is very like, nah, like this will make something sick, you know what I mean? Rather than like trying to be super deep with it, uh, which I like a lot. I feel like that works out for him as well. Because if you can like picture yourself on a beat and then like you can like make yourself work with it, then all the better, you know? Um, but overall, solid instrumental choice, very chill. Um, and the beat maker did snap, shout out the producer as well. Uh, whoever produces did an insane job. Um, not only with the melody, but you got some really cool chill drums in there. Nothing that's too, like, 
you know, smacking you in the face or anything like that. So, uh, I like the mix as well, 100%. But overall, I enjoy Harko's beat choices for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, promising, you know, sort of future when you can just like pick beats that you know you're going to be good on, you know? So, shout out Harko for that. Definitely really dope. Um, let's move on to vocals. Vocals are kind of interesting here. Um, Harko's mixes are, are like not consistent, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Nobody's mixes should be like, you know, exactly sounding the same, like, like every fucking, like, uh, you know, every track, every this, every that. So, I like Harko experimenting on different types of beats. I like Harko experimenting on different types of tracks so overall i'm a fan of this mix um i feel like harko is definitely one of those artists that um benefits from experimentation not only with mixing but uh with beats and and things like that so overall solid mix for sure but i think one of the shining stars here uh for this track is the writing the writing is a thousand percent one of the shining stars um whether Harko writes with friends, he's in the studio with, you know, whoever. Um, Harko's tracks, the way that they're written, always come out really well. Really, really well. Um, the thing is, is like, uh, it's, it's, it's always like a hit or miss when you sort of try something new. So, like, regardless of, like, you know, um, you trying something new or trying something like you know you never done before um you could just end up not really enjoying that style anyways but the benefit to it is to try what you like you know what i mean so that's what's really good about harko is uh he doesn't spread himself thin and and try to narrow himself down to like you know one sound um early on you know what i mean when it comes to making music consistently so that's what's solid about that. Um, I think I think that's all I wanted to mention about vocals. Um, but overall, mix is solid. Writing was good. Um, and overall, just a catchy hook. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really hear a beat like this and not, you know what I mean, want to do like a super catchy hook. So definitely dope. Definitely, definitely dope. Um... The overall theme of the track is is relatively simple, but you know if you can't figure it out for yourself, it's a feel good track, man. It's 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 like a very, you know, I don't think Harko could have picked a better visual for this track. Um, if I'm being completely honest, um, and the lyrics really just went well with it. Um, not only the font, but the little edits and. And everything sort of, like, made this track what it is. Because um, not only the title, Floating in the Ocean, but you have the ocean visual, the lyrics, but, like, the the little, like, uh, like snippets and, and, and just, like, little shout-outs in the lyrics and, and just, like, the extra little edits um, make this a comfy track, for sure, as far as uh, theme goes, 100%. But, um, overall, man, um, solid, 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 solid. I enjoy this a lot. 
Um, but I've always said this, Harco definitely has a promising future without a doubt. Um, keep experimenting, keep doing your thing, and absolutely, absolutely keep doing this. Because this is great. Because um, the visual just shows effort, and, and, and I just like the... I like the lyrics, and I can't get enough of, like, people who go the extra mile to uh, show their music some love, man. So, this is dope. Very much a pleasure. Shout out Harco, man. Make sure you go show Harco some love. Uh, make sure you follow Harco on Twitter. Make sure you follow and subscribe to Harco. Harco is at 95, so make sure you go get him to 100 fucking subscribers. Probably one of the most promising uh, underground artists we've had in the recent weeks here on Music Mondays. So, with that said, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description box to the YouTube re-upload. And shout out Harko, man. That was a treat, man. That was definitely a fucking treat. Um, such a wide range of talent we've had tonight. It, it, it's actually amazing. Yeah, so everybody's good. Um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. What a treat that was. So we have one, two, three, four, five, about seven left. Uh, up next, we have an artist known as Hyras. It's been a minute since we've heard anything from Hyras. Um, Higher has been featured on Music Mondays, I believe, one previous time. Um, definitely one of the more talented artists uh, we featured when it comes to hip hop and 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 like organic hip hop and and just like fusing um, all types of like modern hip hop with like classic hip hop. But uh, this will be our second track we've heard from HiRS, and they submitted a track titled Dream About You. And it's a YouTube link, so we'll pop this open. Uh, the edit's kind of crazy. Is this in 5x3 or some shit? Oh, no, it's just the cover. Um, yeah, so Digital Kid Link, HiRS, Dream About You, man. Like I said, uh, we featured Hire. Uh, probably maybe less than 10 episodes ago, somewhere around there. But, uh, overall, Hi-Rest is definitely, definitely somebody I was intrigued with the first time I've heard them, so I'm excited to get into this. March 25th, 2022, Dream About You, Hi-Rest. Let's get it. Okay. Like 50 
interesting um that's like a very uh, like unique but like i don't know i don't know I, I don't know i don't know how to feel about that one that was definitely interesting yo cole what's good homie i hope you're well welcome to the stream um but yeah let's just let's just hop right into this one um we're gonna talk about the instrumental uh we're gonna talk about vocals and we're talk about the overall theme of this track man uh the instrumental definitely caught my ear right off the rip um this is very dreamlike sort of like just peaceful kind of melody um but not not too crazy of drums though because usually like you know people could go with like really chill basic melodies and 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 uh like super hard like just like harder drums but but this was a, a good balance a good balance for sure um but it was a very like upbeat kind of instrumental um i don't know about you guys but it made me want to dance it, it made me want to do something like that it it, it 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 was there you know what i mean it was definitely there um this guy's like a vibe you know what i mean like i feel like i feel like like hearing this song like this motherfucker is like the life of the party or some shit um but all in all great instrumental choice um the, i feel like this is definitely one of those cases where higher ass like had like uh um sort of like uh like a background idea prior to what he wanted to do the recording you know like he he uh had an idea and then found the beat after rather than like fighting the beat and then having the idea from the beat um but i could be wrong you know what i mean but uh either way solid instrumental choice regardless um mix was good um sat pretty decent with the vocals as well um speaking of vocals though 
vocals here were interesting, right? Because this is like such a like a like a interesting kind of hook and and like style that like we very rarely get here on Music Mondays. This is this is a very like a party vibe almost. You know what I mean? Very like like I don't want to say like house, but but like it's it's like a form of of just like chill party vibes and 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 it's very it it's 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 interesting i'm not gonna lie um overall though vocals are solid i mean for what it is um like all i picture is just like people turning up at like a party and and like just good vibes and and everybody's just like very summer song is what this is 100 percent. this is very a summer track for sure but um all in all mix is solid beat was solid um the writing was good too the writing was definitely good um especially when it comes to the hook and i think higher s like pretty much performed the hook to a t to where like i think he envisioned it like in his head you know um i feel like he did a really good job there for sure but Reminded me of some reggae dancehall type shit. Yeah, like, like, it was almost like teetering, like, like, reggae, like, sort of, like, almost like a house mixture somewhere in there. Um, but all in all, it was solid. Like, I really liked the a blending of genres there, 100%. Um, so all in all, instrumental solid, vocal solid. Uh, the overall theme is obviously... A dream about you right it's 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 about uh love it's about emotion it's about um someone you love and if that wasn't obvious uh it is now but um obviously sort of a regular cover um the track title solid but i think the lyrics and and everything else uh kept up with the theme pretty well for sure for sure for sure so overall, uh, definitely a solid alternative to a form of reggae, one hundred percent, and and it's got a lot of modern twists in it that made it pretty enjoyable and had a lot of good vibes. So shout out to Higher S, man! Thank you for the submission. Um, make sure you follow Higher S on YouTube. Make sure you follow Higher S on Twitter, man. Show him some love. Um, and of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be featured in the description box of the YouTube. Reupload. Excellent job, High Rise Man. Excellent job to everybody featured so far. Everybody did an excellent, excellent job, man. Excellent. Um, a rude boy checked out. Gold, good. Nomad, good. Offspring. Heavy Harco. High Rise. Up next, we got the homie Mac. Mac two times, man. Um, Mac has been an artist that has been improving on their music since the first time they've ever submitted to Music Mondays. Um, Mac just always comes back with um, improved flows and just all types of... Um, all types of, like, like just improved work ethic. And, and, and him returning every week is showing that he's at least trying to improve his game, you know what I mean? And and taking advice um that the community and myself and everybody else who's around him is 
is giving him. So we have a new track titled A Little Suicidal by Mac Two Times. And he said, check it out for me. I will do that, my friend. Let's get it, baby. Let's pop this open in the tab. Mac Two Times. A Little Suicidal. 17 days ago. Let's get it. Dude, they, they, they just force you with that ad, don't they? Fuck me. Three, two, one. Got you baited. <laughs> Hell, bro. I'm a little suicidal, somebody need to get me And my thoughts all day, trying to live in my dreams I don't know who I am, I need someone to find me Help me understand why I went from me to a side piece In a way with things, I don't know what I'm doing Me versus them, they undefeated, cause I'm always losing Cause I'm always losing, I'm always losing I'm out, but they find a way back to me. This real relationships got me. This love shit is so confusing. Don't come back and lie to me, saying that you're sorry. You screwed me over more than once. Who you think you fooling? Now that y'all hearing this song, y'all know what the truth is. Y'all know what the truth is. You the main reason why my heart got all of these bruises. Got all these bruises. My fault I'm in this position. I think I might just say screw this. I might just say screw this. I've been thinking about suicide, devil asking me what's stopping you. I got family I'm thinking about, I can't lie to you. I can't lie to you. If my mom lost me, I don't know what she would do. Know what she but would I know do. that shit won't bother you. You said you got a knife right there. Why don't you put it to use? Nobody gon' care. For a moment, I thought it was true. I'm a little suicidal, somebody need to get me. And my thoughts all day, trying to live in my dreams. I don't know who I am, I need someone to find me. Help me understand why I went from me to a side piece. In a way with things, I don't know what I'm doing. Me versus them, they undefeated, cause I'm always losing. Cause I'm always losing, cause I'm always losing. Everybody got high hopes, man, I just wish I could see. In a few more years, I hope I am who I wanna be. The sooner the better, I just want my parents proud of me. Just want my parents proud of me. Don't know if I'm gonna make it that far. Cause lately I've been feeling blue If I was told to find myself, I would need a clue I'm looking at the glass half empty, y'all thinking it's full But I know I'm gonna see better days, so hopefully I make I'm it through I'm a little suicidal, somebody need to get me And my thoughts all day, trying to live in my dreams I don't know who I am, I need someone to find me Help me understand why I'm to a side piece In a way with pills, I don't know what I'm doing Me versus them, they undefeated, cause I'm always losing Cause I'm always losing I'm a little suicidal Somebody need to get me And my thoughts all day Trying to live in my dreams I don't know who I am I need someone to find me Help me understand why I went from me To a side piece In a way with things I don't know what I'm doing Me versus them they undefeated Cause I'm always losing Cause I'm always losing my favorite by mac dude bro mark you know what's up bro 
Like, we've been watching Mac grow the fuck up, bro. Straight up, bro. Alright, Mac. Listen. I'm proud of you, bro. I'm fucking proud of you. I remember, like, one of the first tracks Mac ever submitted to Music Mondays, man. And, like, I, I don't do the show to tear artists down or anything like that, but, um... I always critique if I feel like you can improve on something and I'm not going to let you, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to gas you up if, if you could improve on something. And Mac, whether he like listens to reviews or not, um, just really took it with stride and, and is constantly improving. Like from the last track to the next track to the next track, like, it was most recent right here, A Little Suicidal. This is definitely one hell of an improvement from Mac, bro. Like, Mac two times has been not only consistently submitting, but consistently improving. And I can't say that about everybody. Um, That's, that's awesome. Good for you, Mac, bro. So. You guys know the drill. Let's break it down. We're going to talk about the instrumental. We're talking about vocals. And we're talking about the overall theme of this track. Um, instrumentals 10 out of 10 immediately. Um, just based off the Mac sound. Um, Mac knows how to pick his beats, what he enjoys uh, creating with, and overall just knows what his sound is. So it definitely fits Mac like a glove. Um, the mix is solid. Um, the drums are really, really good. I like the layout as well. Um, it's definitely got a very somber feeling as well. So I think Mac just has a really good ear for emotional beats. Um, as you know, it's not too hard to pick them, but you know, it's hard to pick one that fits how you're feeling. And I think Mac does that well. So shout out Adelso, man. Adelso fucking snapped on this beat a hundred percent. Um, so instrumental choice, extremely solid. Um, I like the mix a lot. Structure's good. Vocals. Vocals are interesting because one of the most improved things here are flows and cadence. Um, Max flows on this are are just improved so much from where he started uh, submitting to Music Mondays and to where he's at now. Um, just improved tenfold, and I couldn't be proud. Like uh, it just makes me so proud to to see somebody do that. You know what I mean? really dope and and it, it's what this shit is all about you know what i mean and and to be able to you know show somebody an improved track or or go even show yourself an improved track and be like yo i finally like this sounds way better like you know da da da, da. like that's such a good feeling in music so i'm proud of mac for that man proud of mac for sure um but yeah man flows and cadence probably the shining star here very very big improvement um the mix, as far as vocals go, is pretty solid as well. Um, Mac never really had an issue with vocal mixes. Um, always stayed pretty solid. The writing is definitely top tier, for sure. Not that Mac ever had questionable writing. I, I always thought Mac's writing was, was pretty solid. It was more so how he used to perform his songs that were a little off. But this one seems to hit all the boxes, man. Like, not only the mix, but the writing, the flows, like... Everything here seems to check out. Like, I almost feel like this is what Mac has been wanting to do all along. And, like, he just improved himself nonstop until he got, you know, sort of a track or a sound, at least in my opinion, as to where, like, 
this is a good representation of uh of Mac. So vocals solid. Um let's just skip right to the theme because the writing sort of has to do with the theme. Um Mac is definitely known for uh more emotional tracks. Um but this one packs a punch with uh what Mac is laying out on the line and and just how he's fearful and somewhat hopeful of the future and just hopes he becomes what he wants to become and um you know whether it's like a high degree or you know a low degree uh we've all been there and um that shit can vary in all different kinds of ranges you know everybody's situation is different people go through different things and people react to things differently and uh all in all, one thing I do want to say to Mac is there's better days ahead, my friend. Um, regardless if today is not a good day, there's always better days ahead. And uh, you easily have the talent and skill to be able to get where you want to be, without a doubt. Like, the fact that you've consistently improved here on Music Mondays and you show up every week and have no fucks given as to what you submit and just sort of you know always take stride with everything that you submit and you know take the review or take you know whoever's tips and go apply it in the lab uh just shows that you, you're gonna get right where you need to be and where you want to be as long as you keep believing in yourself all in all um solid track a very good representation of not only Mac, but uh, what it means to be able to create a track yourself, or write it out yourself, uh, publish it yourself, promote it yourself, and, and just be able to be able to do it all yourself, man. And, and no rules, no nothing, and, and whoever likes it, likes it, you know? Because you do tracks like this for like yourself, you know what I mean? It's 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 just a good way to get a lot of stuff off your chest, and it's probably one of the healthiest ways to cope with mental health. So, with that said, uh, anyone out there struggling, um, Music Mondays always supports you. Music Mondays is in your corner, and I'm in your corner. So, always better days ahead, man. And uh, just make sure you stay positive with anything. And whether today sucks, tonight sucks, tomorrow sucks, it's going to suck at some point. So just know if you power through it, you're going to be that much better. For sure. So, powerful theme, solid theme. But uh, all in all, I fuck with Mac's vision. Um, Mac uses music as an outlet and as everybody should. So... With that said, uh, shout out to Mac two times, man. Uh, you did an excellent job. Make sure you show Mac some love. Make sure you follow Mac on SoundCloud. Make sure you follow Mac on Twitter, at Mac two times. And of course, all artists featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. <laughs> when does that drop? It drops every motherfucking Saturday, baby.
And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you click the description box and be like, yo, where's that fire-ass artist that I want to go support? Boom, click all them fucking bitches. Straight up. Straight up. Let's get it, baby. So, rude boy, check. Cold, check. Dread, check. Heavy, check. Offspring, check. Harco, check. Hire, check. Mac, check. So, I have to piss really bad and we have one two three four five six submissions left so i'm gonna go take piss i'm gonna run one ad and i'll be right back Oh, let's get it, baby. Yo, 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 yo. 
Let's get this shit poppin'. In my DM too, lol. Yeah, I'll check it out after the stream, bro. Usually I close submissions after the show starts. I've started to crack down on, on submissions just because we get a lot now, so if you're not following the page and it's not in before the show starts, I usually can't get to it. But, up next, we have a first time submitting artist, I believe. For real, MW. I nah. We've we've heard for real. We've heard for real. It's it's been it's been a minute though. It it's been a minute. I think they're located in Africa. I believe. Here's a song talking about how we all want to live fast, but at the same time we feel like living straight and we got some things that we do. But yeah, we live like it's our last. <laughs> okay. I can respect it. Um, it's been a minute since we've heard anything from for real, for sure. It's definitely been a minute. Maybe even since 2021. But uh regardless, for real, my last. Let's get into it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Man. It's always the people with Spotify tracks that like double submit shit. I was I was about to react to that until I realized that I've heard this before. I'm pretty sure we've already reviewed this on the show. Unfortunately, but I'll double check. Why has this been happening a lot lately? This happened last week, too. Jabated, super jabated. I'll double check just so we're not fucking skimping somebody out that submitted. But. Maybe I'll I'll try like episode like forty nine or some shit like that. No, oh, forty nine, fifty two. Be trying to get you legit, bro. I went to go react to that. I was like, wait a minute. Give me one second. We I mean we could go check the channel, but I'm not gonna do that on stream. It's. It's so bizarre, bro. Like, why, why you gotta do me like that? He even gave a description and shit. All right, let's try fifty-three. This is why I put all the artists in the description, man. Fifty-four, maybe. Bro, it's somewhere because it came out in 2021. 55. I don't know, bro. Well, let's just play it and, and then I'll tell you. Hold on. JK, really? Hey, Ross. Sauce it up. 
I'm a last running to the field with some honey in my bag with some bottom feeders. I'm gonna live till I'm a last flying to the sky. Always some rockets, yeah. Oh, yeah, we feel alive. Hit a handy jack bottle moving with some big bottoms. I don't know. Yeah, we've reviewed this, unfortunately. That's pretty insane. How many tweets does he have? He has a thousand tweets. This will be the way easier way to check. Would you look at that? Uh, 41. I would have been here all night trying to find that. I would have been here all night. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Alright, so I'll just take the time to say this, bro. Don't do that. Especially if you're, like, an artist that, like... It, like, just... Doesn't submit a lot. Like... Don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, like I get it. You can forget. You know, time can pass. And all that other stuff, but if we've already reviewed a track, just submit a different one. I'm not saying you can't submit twice. I review all the homies and new artists, and you know what I mean? I review all types of motherfuckers, but not the same tracks. I mean, come on. I can only give you my takes on the same track fucking once. So, moving on. Interesting. Um... I believe we're good. We we didn't miss any Rude Boy Good, Cole Good, Nomad, Heavy, Offspring, Harko, High Res, Mac, uh, Pharrell, and up next, we got the homie, Kale. Uh, they submitted a track titled Christopher Walken, and they have the caption, my favorite beat I've ever made hands down. Those are some heavy words coming from a producer. Um, mostly just because, it, you know, producers usually have a couple of beats that they really enjoy. So it's sort of, you know, it's a big statement. Buckle up and get your sex. Let's get it, baby. So we got the homie Kale, man. Uh, not enough great things to say about kale not only is he an extremely active member of the music mondays community but extremely talented producer and always embodies what i think is a good producer and kale just is constantly building a brand for himself and just enjoys making fire ass music and has one hell of a library so let's get into this man let's pop this open a new tab christopher walken is probably like top 10 actors for me so this this is gonna be good. This goes hell tough, man. I really fuck with vibes. Giving hell glass. I saw a song. Incredible. I love you. Let's go, baby. Two years ago, got hot and spicy chicken flavored crackers. Let's go, Mark. Get it, baby. We got Kale, Christopher Walken. Let's get into it. Notice this. And they start to move in. The jackals. 
hyenas barking at him, laughing at him. They nip his toes and eat the food that's in his domain. They do this, and they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder, till one day that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody. Wow. That drop is fucking crazy. what the fuck <clears throat> holy shit okay that was quite the fucking ride um more like christopher sliding the dude legit though mark what the fuck bro holy shit okay <clears throat> so I'm, I'm i'm like a huge fan of kale you can call me bias call me whatever the fuck bro but like kale like his usage of movie samples and audio quotes and everything else to just top off beats like this are so so well done and just as somebody who likes doing it too i i just love the fact that kale always is bringing like a different element to his beats and and just really giving them personality and uh this is definitely no exception to that this is this is a definitely very personal like vibrant beat without a doubt 
um, I could see why you would call it your favorite, especially if you created it. It's it's definitely one that you could tell, uh, like just Kale definitely worked a lot on this. Not like months or anything like that, but it was definitely not like a ten minute beat. This is definitely like a well structured, like like well mixed instrumental without a doubt. Um, especially when it comes to the drums, the drums are are insane, in fucking insane. A week at least, yeah. Like some of the shit in here and like the patterns that I was noticing were actually pretty mind blowing. Um, because overall, like the melody is pretty chill. But before I get into it, you guys know the drill. Let's, um, obviously no vocals here, so we're going to break it down by two categories. We're going to talk about the instrumental, we're going to talk about the overall theme of this track. But yeah, man, uh, the melody here is, is definitely perfect. Um, dreamlike, ethereal, very cloudy, but overall pretty chill. Um, and, and very, like, almost, almost a very, like, softer kind of melody. But it's accompanied by like these wide drums that are so like it it takes enough space on the track as to where like it doesn't sound bland or anything like that. Cause like as a producer, and if you're gonna be releasing instrumentals that are like like never gonna like be for artists or they're not like with artists in mind, you can do a lot more. You know what I mean? You don't really have to leave room for vocals. You can stretch your drums. You can make it wide. You can make it loud. And this is like a product of like what you can do as a producer, you know? Like I really feel like this is like a, a, a pretty big staple as to like why we do what we do. Like I know Kale's done vocals and shit like that before, but uh, for me, like like I'd be cool creating shit like this, you know? Like for the rest of my life and, and just putting themes behind them and making them mean something to me. And I really feel like this is like one of those beats where I, I could really see why you'd call it your favorite. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But the melody's great. Um, but I really think the shining star here is the drums. Um, not only the drums, but the drum structure. Um, the way everything is placed and some of the snares and the percussions here are top-notch. Really, really top-notch. Mostly the snares is very memorable for me. Um, this is a very, like, a team sesh beat. Uh, I could see bones literally pissing all over this. Um, this is a beat like he would eat up for sure, just because the drums are so like they're so erratic, but they're so structured. It's crazy. Like like you got like a lot of like the doubles and trips and like some of the stuff that was going on in there was like wow. It it, it was like fireworks and drums, like. It was, it, it was like fucking how a firework explodes and and like uh you like see it spread out that like that's what kale's drums were doing during this especially like the 808 on like the outside and then like on the inner side you have like the percussions and like the hat it, yeah yeah 100 percent reminds me of a firework for sure the fat compliment dude what the fuck nah honestly i i, I straight up was thinking about it. i was like man Bones could fucking piss all over this, bro. Like, fuck. Um, but this is 
this is a great beat. This is this is once again Kale proving why it's worth the shit to be just a producer. Like people like to think that producers aren't shit or producers, you know, this or that or whatever your perception of a producer is, wipe it out of your head. Because Kale proves that producers are artists too. And it's just it's really, really dope to see Kale come through every week with gems he's produced, gems that he favors, instrumentals, and, and just a lot of Kale classics to keep me up to date with who Kale is as an artist. So, with that said, let's talk about the theme here. Uh, CRISPR Walken. CRISPR Walken is... No, I'm just kidding. Um, CRISPR Walken is a legend. Um, like, you could take almost any quote from one of his movies and it would make such a good sample in a song. Such a good fucking sample in a song. Um, so I like the... Because it's not like you sit down and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to make a Christopher Walken theme type beat. And it's just like not really the case but then like you know you get the sample and then you get a picture of Christopher Walken and then like you know one thing leads to another and it's a Christopher Walken theme and and it's just like a fire ass track as to where like you don't really have to like dig too deep or anything like that it, it's you'll know why it's called Christopher Walken so that was a pleasure man Shout out Kale for the submission. That was a real fucking treat, honestly. Um, and these tags are so accurate. <laughs> Soothing, experimental, ambient, emotional. Absolutely. Absolutely. Typical producer tags right there, bro. That was great. But yes, Kale, I cannot wait to hear your new shit, bro. I cannot wait to hear your new shit. 100%. You send him a beat. You should always send that motherfucker beats. I feel like I feel like you could definitely do something with him for sure. That's definitely my dream placement too, without a doubt, or at least one of them. Around this beat came out. Focused so hard on the yeah intros were like such a, like a big thing. I feel like they're still a big thing for me, but not as like bad as I used to be. I agree. I used to be like super uh, anal about it. Hundred percent. So, before I die, at least, facts. Like, I want that too, bro. I feel you. Maybe we could just collab and then, and then we'll both get it in one shot. But you guys know the drill, man. Make sure you show Kale some love, man. Follow Kale. Uh, follow Kale on SoundCloud. Follow Kale on Twitter. But if you're watching on YouTube, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. Let's get it, Kale. So, we have four special submissions left, man. Let's get right into it. Um, we have the homie Chris O'Christian, or better yet known as Thomas Marcus. Um, they submitted their very first track last week, and it was some of the greatest calming lo-fi instrumental I have, I've heard in a minute. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 been a minute. Um another Marcus. Mark's like 
the Spider-Man meme fucking pointing at each other. We fight to the death, dude, legit. You know, like, people are... So, um, but yeah, Thomas literally, uh, submitted to us for the very first time last week, and we were graced with their instrumental presence, and we're back again this week with a chill beat guitar inspiration. Okay, let's check this out. The track's titled True Valor. Let's pop this open on Spotify. Uh, Thomas has definitely just had some of the... Some of my more favorite instrumentals I've heard when it comes to just, like, raw instruments rather than, like, songs with a lot of personality. Um, Thomas is, is, is super raw, instrument-oriented. And it's always dope. It's always dope to hear um, all types of instrumentalists, like, bring, you know, processed drums to their tracks and, you know... Like, there's all types of producers out there, and I think that's what's so dope about being a producer, you know? Because, like, you can break artists down by genres and stuff, but producers get broken down by, like, what kind of beats they make, and it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. So, Thomas Marcus, True Valor. True, true Valor? True Valor? True Valor? True Valor. Thomas Marcus, True Valor. <laughs> Let's get it. Reminds me of a video game main menu. Fucking heat, what the hell? Blending genres as he goes. Holy shit. He's like, oh, nah, I'm gonna go blues. Interesting.
the little outro was great. Wow. That's like Thomas has got to be one of the most like a beautiful instrumentalists uh, we featured on Music Mondays when it comes to raw sounds, man. Like a hundred percent. Um so let's just break this down. We're gonna talk about the instrumental and we're gonna talk about the overall theme of the track. Um where do I even begin, bro? Like the guitar and like the simple drum loop is fine, but the guitar just gets blended so many times throughout this three minutes that it's it's not it's not hard to keep up. It's almost hard to like fathom how somebody was was playing this. It's it's actually quite impressive. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but overall, I think one of the shining stars here is easily uh is instrumental playing without a doubt. Um, Thomas, I could tell thrives himself off of um, raw instruments and peaceful melodies that are just very easy to listen to on the ears, you know? I think Thomas is very good at that. Um, from what we've heard here on Music Mondays, Thomas is absolutely good at that. Um, but this is definitely, like, at first, like, I got video game main menu kind of like chill vibes right where you just you know open field you know press play kind of just a vision and then it slowly transformed into like a beach and then like it slowly transformed into blues almost and you were getting a little emotional um you could see the blending here that thomas did with a lot of this and not something you see often when it comes to production, um, I feel like Thomas was able to carry himself throughout this track just based off the melody alone, which is also pretty impressive. Um, but overall, I think Thomas gives his instrumentals meaning, and I think that's the ultimate goal when it comes to being a producer. And Thomas absolutely killed this, without a doubt. Um, very much a chill track, very much something you could throw on in the background. Very much something that gives production meaning, for sure. Going on to the overall theme of this track, uh, True Valor is a, guy, a relatively simple theme, but when it comes to Thomas, I don't think his gems lie in his themes of his tracks. I think it's more so uh, his actual sounds he's creating. And Thomas definitely, definitely creates sounds that stick with you way past your done listening. And once again, I think that's a great, great goal as a producer is to create sounds that stick with you long after uh, you listen and to give your tracks purpose. And Thomas hits both of those checkboxes for me. So... Shout out Thomas Marcus, man. Keep doing your instrumentals. Keep doing your production. Keep doing your music. Keep doing your thing, my friend. Much fucking love. Thank you for the submission. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be featured in the YouTube re-upload. So, if you're watching on YouTube and you're like, yo, uh, where are all these artists at? 
Click the description box, motherfucker. Click each link and be like, I'm gonna follow this guy, I'm gonna follow this guy, I'm gonna follow this guy, and follow everybody in that box, baby. So, three submissions left. And we're moving on to Lil Skunky. Lil Skunky Raps, otherwise known as Bloodcat. Working on an alter ego uh, project here. And they submitted a track titled Pop Punk Dash Lay Low. And this will be interesting. This will be interesting. So, well, let's pop this open a new tab. And this drops 420. This beat's already fucking crazy, holy shit. So, like I said, Lil Skunky, uh, Bloodcat's alter ego extra project. Um, and they submitted a track titled Pop Punk Lay Low, dropping 420. Um, let's get right into this. Music Monday's exclusive. Kind of waiting for that blend. I was like, where is it at? 
That is quite interesting. <laughs> um, where do I even begin with this? This is like it's 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 very. I don't know. It's it, it's it's so interesting, right? Because pop punk has me feeling one way, and then like lay low has you feeling like a completely different other way and like i've always been a fan of like those tracks where you like take two tracks that are either like not done not fully finished whatever whatever and you combine them and you get like sort of like this almost like a mashup kind of track and this one definitely left me feeling like you know it's it's interesting for sure um so we're gonna break this down um we'll talk about the instrumental or talk about vocals we'll talk about the overall theme of the track um pop punk is is like this like new kind of take on like Almost like, like, fucking... Like, you know, classic... Like, it just brings me back to the time where everybody was, like, wearing, like, snapbacks. And, like, fucking... It, this is a very, like, Tyga kind of beat. And it's, like, super... Obviously hip-hop oriented, but it's, like... Brings me back to, like, 2013. Or like 2012 or something like that, where like a lot of those like uh, fast-paced kind of beats were pretty much like taking over. Except like this is like a new take on it, and it's more so like sort of revised in a way where I think Blood Cat really sort of had an idea and just sort of like fleshed it out uh in the way that he wanted to because like you could take one of these beats and then like try to do this but i don't think it would come out this way um i'm gonna keep it a book it, i don't think it would come out this way it it takes a special kind of artist to be able to bring back a kind of sound that sort of isn't as popular anymore because like this had very, like, it just brought me back to, like, a certain time in my life and, like, just reminded me of, of like, fast-paced hip-hop and, like, uh, not, like, fast rapping or anything like that, like, where people just fucking spit a bunch of bars at you, but, uh, but more so, like, like club music almost, like, like, like later club music and, like, later, like, stripper, like, like fucking like just just like dance bangers you know what i mean that's what this instrumental reminds me of at least pop punk anyway Lalo is a completely different story um but it was interesting it was interesting um i don't see one thing that throws me off about this whole project 
is um like it's interesting because I don't see why this wouldn't hit on like a blood cat page rather than creating another ego that you're gonna then promote just as equally so it kind of like throws off the vibe for me because like i've heard so much of of uh a blood cat tracks already and sort of become accustomed to this sound and to like put another face behind it is is almost a little difficult for me because usually when people create like side projects and alter ego projects they don't really like tell people about it it's just more so like you know a way to like get away from your music you know because usually people develop support bases and they don't want to have to always feel like they should be doing a certain thing so they you know create side projects and alter egos somebody like grief is a perfect example or um surrender dorothy or uh there's been multiple projects as to where like when they first started out they were just sort of like like tucked away somewhere like they didn't really tell anybody about them so to get behind the idea of Lil skunky almost kind of like fried my brain a little bit because I like this theme a lot, right? Like, the logo's great. The profile picture's great. Like, this is totally believable. And then, like, even the style. Like, like you could totally see somebody, like, being called Lil Skunky and, like, actually making music like this. But I would have to know that it's not Blood Cat. You know what I mean? Like, I would have to come at this from, like, uh, from, like, a totally different sort of perspective. Um, so it's interesting, right? Um, I guess that sort of has to do with the theme, but, um, it ties in with the sound because the sound is so very, like, conflicting to what a blood cat normally makes, which is pretty much everything. So this is more so like a dedicated, I guess, hip hop version of a blood cat kind of sound. Uh, so it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, but all in all, the pop punk instrumental is absolutely crazy. Um, brought me back to like a, a weirder hip hop time and then led me on that tangent of, of, you know, side projects. But vocals are great. Um, definitely in line with what Bloodcat normally sounds like. Um,. All in all, solid. Definitely solid. Um, it's it, it it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's 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 very like I want it to be a bloodcat track, if that makes any sense. So with that said, um like I said at the start, I'm pretty on tracks that like combine two other tracks and the fact that pop punk and lay low are so like 
different from each other, but almost the same kind of style. Um, uh, they're both very hip hop oriented. Um, I think Bloodcat lays solid, solid writing down on both tracks. Um, and really, all in all, just showcases what kind of an artist he can be when it comes to like straight hip hop. Um. Yeah, honestly, I think I think the only thing that really throws me off is is the brand and the theme. Honestly, um, just because it's hard to like visualize it, like like I suppose I would need like a more like I guess I guess there isn't enough on Lil Skunky as a project to say right now whether um i have an opinion on it but musically of course it's fire absolutely fire but um difficult to separate the two without a doubt um but all in all, a great showcase of hip-hop skills, for sure. Um, interesting. A very interesting, to say the least. I think that's about all that came to mind. Um, I'd say... Yeah, honestly. Uh, that's really my only gripe with this project here, is... is uh, it's it's pretty hard to separate the two. So, all in all, this is a dope concept. I think uh, Pop Punk Lalo is, without a doubt, you could drop it on fucking, you know, uh, your grandfather's SoundCloud page, and it's still gonna hit. You know, you could call it shit on a shingle. But at the end of the day, um, for somebody that knows you as Bloodcat, not even just me, uh, and then they, uh, they sort of hear this and they're like, wait a minute. So it's sort of like, it's a weird blend, you know? Los Cookie basically exists so Blood Cat can go in a more mature direction. I think it'll make more sense as it progresses. Yeah, it's, it's definitely early on, you know what I mean? Uh, cause things like this could totally take off and, and like work any way you wanted them to. You know what I mean? Um, I just feel like from like a non-biased standpoint, right? Like you've already expanded on the Bloodcat sound like so much as to where like I think something like Lil Skunky is like almost... I don't know how I feel about it. The all is essential, I feel. Yeah, but like, you know, there's like the alt, and then there's like promoting the alt. You know what I mean? It's just like, there's a lot we could dive into with that, but like, it's not like this is just like a throwaway page. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like a very believable, legit logo. You know what I mean? Like, like this isn't like a page with like a black profile picture and shit. Like, you're right, like, everybody needs, like, an alt, 
but like there's some pretty on point branding here as to where like I I could see it conflicting not only sound wise but for any supporter that knows that you're both I feel like it could just be difficult I guess but um all in all projects like this are known to succeed um it's definitely something that like if you feel like it's it's going to be beneficial for you and like how you want to release it then that's what you should do you know what i mean that's what you should do 100 percent um but when it comes to like taking a step back and you're like you know thinking of it as like somebody who's never come across Bloodcat or Lil Skunky or you know anybody else there could be some conflicts you know what I mean yeah yeah cause like that was the thing was was cause I was hearing this and I'm like this is like fire Bloodcat and I'm just like I don't get why this is there so like you said it's gonna take a little bit more progression for this to be able to grow because uh like mark said everybody needs an alt right but this is like on point branding like like this is good shit you know what i mean like like this is fucking great you know 100 percent. like bro like you could this could easily fucking like it's so subtle and so very like ready to go that I feel like this could totally uh, be what you want it to be, right? Like, like almost like a play on, like, you know, fucking just, like, people who were coming out with the Lil names, like, every other fucking day and, and a play on, like, the real, like, early hip-hop and, and just, like, I like the idea, like, I dig it, but, um... I almost feel like this is too good. You know what I mean? But all in all, uh, if you wanted to toss it out to the world as this and as that, at the end of the day, it's going to do what it's going to do. You know what I mean? Like all in all, it doesn't take anything away from like, uh, from how fire it is at all. But this is very up to Bloodcat standards, so it's definitely surprising um, to sort of wonder, you know, because, like, it, it, it depends on all, like, what your long-term plans are, right? Like, is it to, like, brand two artists or, like, to see which one gets more traction or sort of just like have two separate projects like there's a lot of angles you could take with something like this so it's very interesting because like at first it was just like you know little skunky tracks on blood cat but now it's like now we're out here like fully little skunky out. so definitely interesting definitely interesting um but i like the hip-hop vibes at the end of the day the hip-hop vibes are great um instrumental choices never lack um at all um and the overall theme is great like the theme is 10 out of 10 like like that's my thing is is the theme is fucking great like if 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 i was looking for artists right 
and I was going on like recommended and all this other shit. This would catch my eye. Because, like, this fucking skunk is, like, such a fucking little shit logo that it, he just looks like a little bastard, you know what I mean? Like, it's so fire. Like, it's so fire. Like, like this, you could put on 50 t-shirts. You could make a fucking chain of this. Like, so... Interesting. Very interesting. You definitely have quite the project on your hands. Without a doubt. Um, but all in all, I like the idea. And at the end of the day, all this is showing is, like, Bloodcat proving that he can continuously brand himself in a way where you'll never know what he's going to come out with next. Because I remember when Bloodcat first got on the show, and he submitted his first track. And that was one of the first things I noticed was not only the uniqueness, but, like, the ability to, like like be himself but also like be one of a kind you know what i mean because whether you're talking about little skunky whether you're talking about blood cat at the end of the day you're not going to find anybody who's like that like that's the thing so it's a very very interesting kind of thing and i would like to see how it comes out um you know what i mean i i i really would um it's interesting like like because like when i had alts or like my alt is like an archive right or like whenever the homies had alts it was like for like um you know, like throwaway tracks or whatever, whatever. But I don't think I've I've come across many artists that fully have successfully like branded themselves both ways. And the fact that you're separating sounds, I think, is really, really dope. Really, really fucking dope. Cause this track itself, like, would do numbers on Bloodcat and would do numbers here. But the thing is, is just like that's not what you, you know, that's not like your vision as an artist. So I think. Whatever Bloodcat wants as a vision, I think that's what's best. You know what I mean? Um, that's just my take on it, you know what I mean? Like, because, you know, I have to be unbiased. I can't be like, yeah, bro, this is fucking fire, you know? Like, you wouldn't know anything if I did that all the time. But, uh, interesting. Like, like that's, that's one word that I really have for it. And um, you did mention a visual as well, and this track is coming 420. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes, man, because uh, Bloodcat is floating up with, uh, two pretty heavyweight, um, pretty heavyweight names, I'd say, to be honest with you. I think, I think they're both their own entities, and I think that's a really successful thing to be able to do. Not only sound-wise, but just visual-wise as well. So all in all, Pop Punk, Lay Low, both extremely hip-hop oriented tracks, both extremely great instrumental tracks, but it's up to the Bloodcat standard. Um, amazing mix. Um, the vibe switch in between them both are crazy. Um, I was sort of waiting for the break in between, but the way that this is mixed is just, it's something else. 
it's something else and 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 it brings you back to a time where you know hip-hop was like like it sounds like boomer-ish because like i'm not even a hip-hop head but like like there was a time where like beats like this bro you couldn't get away from beats like this you couldn't get away from beats like this so to hear this on like another um page but but having to picture blood cat fucking sent my mind on a loop and i started thinking about like fucking you know what i mean like the future and shit like that i was like oh man um so to put some final words on this i think it's a solid idea um i love what you've done with the branding i love all the logos i think everything here is really really dope um in little skunky regardless of what comes of it i think you did a really good job so far at being able to push something else that wasn't yourself, right? Like, I think that's a, like an ultimate test as an artist is pushing something that's not you. Um, but it is you. So, interesting concept and really dope. I'd like to see where it goes. And um, Pop Punk Lay Low drops 420. Along with the visual as well, but undisclosed. 420, man. Follow Lil Skunky. Make sure you show Lil Skunky some love, man. Make sure you show Bloodcast some love. Make sure you show everybody involved in today's episode some love, man. Um, we're going to pop up in, on uh, Twitter here, and we're going to go back over to our submissions. I think it's, uh, yeah, right here. So, everybody's Gucci up until... Well, skunky, yeah. Someone today DM'd me, concerned about this skunk trying to throw shade at me. Yeah, it's like, see, like, bro, like, the skunk on him and, like, the little skunky, like, only proves that your idea might be a little confusing. Like... Like, I think... I think ideas like this are so dope, right? I think, um... I think it's truly... Some unique shit. Um... It can definitely be, like, a little, like... Quote-unquote confusing, right? And, and like... There's, like, this... Whole double-sided thing where, like... You know, there's people like me... Who are coming in from, like... A non-biased standpoint and then there's people who like enjoy you know blood cat or skunky or this or that and then they start to like blur the lines and they're like wait what's actually going on here and if people don't see the vision then they're then, then they start being weird you know what i mean like so the thing is and what's good about this is like we can actually discuss the vision rather than like um just assume and like assume that like you know, you trying to go this way, you're trying to go that way. Because um, at the end of the day, projects like this are whatever you make them to be. And if you got your faith in it, I got uh, all kinds of faith in it, bro. So, no sweat, you know? Fuck it. At the end of the day, you know? Like, look at kind of going very far in the direction of that submarine track, if that makes sense. I almost feel like, you know, it, it, it's like such a, 
it's like such a very like hard topic because music's so different for everybody, right? So, Bloodcat, at the end of the day, bro, as long as you're happy and and you're excited to put out shit on Lil Skunky or Bloodcat, that's all I need to know. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you're happy, bro, you're good. And, bro, I'm telling you, this this looks like one of those guys in, like, a video game or something that, like, fucking, like, threw shit at you or something. Or, like, I don't fucking know, bro. He's got that, like, little fucking devious look on him where he's just like, yeah, I just fucking pissed all over your wall. What are you going to do about it? That's That's what kind of fucking face he has, bro. Straight up. Straight up. So, logo, 10 out of 10. Everything to do with Lil Skunky, 10 out of 10. And Pop Punk Lay Low is insane. Um, can I picture it as Lil Skunky? I don't know. Can I picture it as Blood Cat? I don't know. Is it fire a Blood Cat material regardless? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So, with that said, Make sure you follow Lil Skunky. Make sure you show Lil Skunky some love. Make sure you show Bloodcats some love. Um, all artists featured in today's episode, including Lil Skunky and Bloodcat, <laughs> will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And on to the next. Two submissions less. And last but not least. We got the homie King Mark. There isn't enough solid things to say about King Mark, man. Um, Bloodcat knows about King Mark. Everybody knows about King Mark. Music Mondays knows about King Mark, man. Not only one of the most talented individuals, but much like Kale, uh, an extremely, extremely positive and just really, really just a pleasure to have around the community and um, just a pleasure to have around, man, all in all. So they submitted a throwback track titled Grim Reaper. And it's prod drippy. And this should be interesting. Um, last week, I believe we had a throwback King Mark track that was... Uh, just a, a real insight on the progression of King Mark. And, and like that's why I like these throwback tracks so much. Especially with like some of the more like consistently submitting uh artists for music mondays they'll always like throw like their latest drops in or they'll throw like some like shit from like five years ago and it's so dope to see the progression so fucking dope babyface king mark bro so king mark grim reaper three years ago prod drippy let's open this time capsule okay Situations got me on the brink of homicidal investigations. I'm waiting, I'm patient, contemplating what shit the in my fuck? basement. All these people say I'm changing, I'm just paving my way. Another method of payment. I've been, I've been thinking so slow. Papa Zanny got a couple foot of road. Oh no, why they always ask for most? Say I'm there, no show. You can catch me at home making tracks all alone. When I said I missed you, I didn't mean it. Sorry if 
that shit came off so conceited I ain't really have a reason Mood changing like the seasons But now I'm cheesing my ex geeking on the weekend She just freaking for the tip Give it then I dip Always off the shits Making purple rain Like my name was Prince What is this? Diamonds Jackson on the wrist I've been popping like a sis Making plays no assist Different planes I exist Grim Reaper just wanna see some people Hit deeper than the tattoo needle Equals pleasure from the pain I've been on another plane My existence over here really hasn't felt the same Drowning in my fear while I'm looking up in the rain There's a bot over there while I'm fighting with my brain Why you looking scared? Told you it will be okay Then my dreams were shattered before they were even made they were even made, I don't change people acting all the same and the slam. Huh? <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> they were even made, I don't change people acting all the same and the slam. Huh? That was great. What the fuck? I have so many thoughts on this, dude. I I I have so many thoughts on this. So when it comes to hip hop and just like uh, more so classic, uh rap i feel like even if you don't make this sort of sound often if you do it in your early years it like helps with your writing so much and like this track shows it for me mark where i feel like you like were always such a good writer you know what i mean like and like classic throwback tracks like this might not always like show it right because you know it's fucking three years old but at the end of the day like tracks like this like really like set you up for like good writing and and like i noticed like some of the bars in here and, and like some of the cadences i was like what the fuck okay like let's go but you guys know the drill man let's break it down we're gonna talk about the instrumental we're gonna talk about vocals and we're talk about the overall theme of this track um throwback city throwback city for sure um Definitely great lo-fi vibes uh, as far as the instrumental goes. It's definitely an interesting beat choice because, like, like this type of lo-fi is, is, is something that Mark has always, like, gravitated towards and, and, like, Mark does a really well job with. And, like, that's the thing about Mark, too, is, is like, he's an extremely versatile artist. But when I hear these, like, very like hip hop centered tracks. Um Mark does best on, on these lo fi kind of beats and, and I feel like he gravitated towards those during the early days. So this is definitely no exception to that. Um I like this beat choice here. Very chill, very cloudy, very dreamlike, definitely lo fi. Um and nothing too overbearing either, you know what I mean? Like the melody is very like almost a movie, kinda New Yorkish, and then the drums are just relatively chill. Like, you didn't really have to pick a beat for what Mark was trying to do here that was, like, super crazy, you know what I mean? But, uh... At the end of the day, um, when it comes to picking an instrumental, I feel like Mark snapped on this one, 100%. Um... It's it's like it's like interesting when you see like this insight on artists that like submit throwback tracks and then like you like think of their music now and it's like man you've made so much fucking progress holy shit but there's still a, like a core here 
there's still a core here. But all in all, solid instrumental. Very chill. Um, great mix as well. Didn't really have to go too crazy, like I said. But moving on to vocals. Vocals are definitely interesting. Um, now, of course, hip-hop-centered kind of track. But the mix was great. You didn't really have to go too out of out of the ordinary for a track like this um i think this track was definitely just meant to spit for sure um but this also come to think of it when it comes to vocals it reminds me man there's an artist that this reminds me of and and i can't think of him because like you know, sometimes when you hear hip-hop tracks like this, uh, they're very, like, not, like, positive, but they're very, like, more upbeat, I guess. And, like, Mark's energy on this, obviously with the title Grim Reaper, isn't, like, depressing or anything, but it's definitely on the more darker side. But the beat, like, keeps the energy up. So it's kind of got a weird dynamic, but it's really dope. It's really fucking dope. Because you have Mark talking all this, like, like super emotional shit not like super emotional but there's some clever bars in there and um you have this like almost like sunny day instrumental in, and it's a great dynamic honestly but as far as the mix goes uh obviously we can't harp on it too much right three years ago obviously everybody's much better right now it's just more so uh really dope to be able to get an insider look on um some of the more older tracks of consistently submitting music money's artists um this is definitely one of those cases i like it i like it a lot man um i think one of the shining stars here though is not only the flows and cadences but more importantly the writing the writing here um it just shows that Mark has the ability to write and always has had the ability to write. Um, three years ago, the anniversary is probably coming up, so maybe even fucking, like, um, more upbeat instrumental, darker, deeper lyric. Yeah, like, it, it, it really does, Bloodcat. It really does, like, I find that your music does that as well. Obviously not often, but I feel like um, tracks that do that always like... I have like a soft spot for them for some reason, and it's not even for any like specific reason, but I always have a soft spot for them. But this just shows that Mark has always had the ability to write, and then throughout the years just kept improving on the writing. And if you go in here like uh, a King Mark track now um the writing has just significantly improved i just be mad and prep well no 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 i feel you no 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 i feel you i feel you i feel you because it's it's not really like your writing per se right like um yo zach what's good homie hope you're well um it's it's not like your writing writing it's more so like um how like well it's done you know what i mean like some of your bars become more clever um 
a lot of the stuff just becomes like almost improved right because it's not really so much the contents of it it's more so like how you're writing it and the way you're performing it and all that other stuff so this is a really really dope insight on some early king mark that's for sure that's for sure instrumental solid vocal solid um i really like the writing i think the writing is probably the shining star on this track 100 percent, if not uh the flows and cadence the overall theme um the overall theme is like one of the most simple underground themes you could ever get right you got the selfie for the cover you have the um emotional writing with some uh super dark title you know what i mean like this has all the ingredients of a fucking throwback track if I've ever seen one. I don't know about you guys, but this is absolutely a throwback track. So I like it, man. Um, Mark, I think even the very first track that Mark ever submitted to me was just his profile picture. You know what I mean? So, theme isn't too deep, but in terms of the lyrics and the track title, definitely more on the emotional side. Definitely more on the raw side when it comes to emotions. And it's not too, like, depressing, but it's, it's very real and it's very raw. And I've always liked Mark for that. Mark's been very upfront with how he feels regardless of the genre he's creating, you know? So he can go make sad hip-hop, go make fucking sad alternative, go make sad pop. I think Mark can do all of those really well. Um, and this is just more proof of that, to be honest with you. So, with that said, shout out to King Mark. Thank you for the submission, homie. Much fucking love. Make sure you go show Mark some love. Um, follow Mark on Twitter. Uh, follow Mark on SoundCloud. Go play Grim Reaper. Go play all of Mark's new shit. Um, just go show Mark some love, man. This is uh, fucking like our leading scorer in Music Monday support, man. Super friendly in the Discord. Mark's always showing people love, man. Um, make sure you show love back because Mark's a good motherfucker. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And if you're watching on YouTube, clip the fucking description box, yo. Follow all these motherfuckers, man. Goddamn. Let's go, baby. Watch on YouTube. Click that little description box. Be like, oh my god, this is so fire. I'm gonna click the follow button. Boop. And then that's you clicking the follow button, motherfucker. Drop a like while you're at it, baby. So, last but not least, Lord Heretic, some old and special. This is going to be a really, really interesting track. Um, Heretic is another really, really, really heavily uh, supporter of Music Mondays, man. Heretic, yeah. Just has shown love since the early days of, of me coming across King Mark and Bloodcat and and just I can't thank these guys enough for the love that they do give to Music Mondays and um just being able to showcase a lot of their shit on the platform and, and just being able to um have a bunch of artists that are extremely talented and always bettering themselves and, and just finding new artists every week and Heretic's definitely among the alumni, that's for sure. Now, if you don't know, Heretic is 
uh, probably the leading scorer when it comes to trap metal or heavier elements of trap. Um, easily one of the most talented heavier artists I've come across this year or last year. Um, there aren't many that come to mind that do it as good as Lord Heretic. That's for sure. So they just made a track titled Choke featuring Winter's Twilight. So, of course, we're going to pop this over in a new motherfucking tab. Two years old. The waveform is already crazy. The cover is definitely <coughs> fucking crazy. Yes, yeah, it's tough. I've always been a fan of the more brutal covers. <clears throat> 100%. Heretic. Every time I go to Heretic's tracks, man, this motherfucker gets so much love. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And, like, it's not like it's, like, a new track either, you know what I mean? Like, you'll be, like, browsing his library, and it'll be, like, 500 people, like, yeah, this is fucking heat. Like, good for Heretic, bro. This motherfucker be killing it. So, Lord Heretic, Choke, featuring Winter's Twilight. Let's get it. Bro, this, this is about to hit so hard. About to knock me out of my fucking chair, ready? Yo, this is crazy, bro. Mark, we have the same fucking reaction. All right, listen, you guys. All right, first off, before I fucking get into this, this is fucking nuts. But polymerization, legit, legit, bro, legit. Holy fuck. Okay, so you guys know how I always talk about that shit 
where if you're going to have a feature on the track um that like it's got to bring like a different dynamic and and they got to add something to the track right this is what i'm talking about this is what i'm talking about i've said this like fucking 50 times and i don't think i've found another good example as this as this right here because you have heretic on the first quarter of this song fucking screaming making this shit hard as a bitch right then you have a good bridge and winter's twilight comes in bro and just adds this like calm demonic dynamic to this track that makes it so fucking good this is is this is it for sure as far as independent music goes this is how you make a um a track with a feature on it that that you know it's not just a feature you know what i mean because heretic brought like this whole fucking wave and then winters comes in bro and like it's just this calm you know what i mean it's almost like heretic was the storm and then winters was the aftermath you see what i'm saying that's crazy that's fucking crazy i love that a lot so you guys know the drill let's break this one down we're talking about the HTML, we're talking about vocals, and we're talking about the overall theme of this track. Um, the overall theme is relatively obvious, but uh, let's start with the instrumental, man. A very heretic choice instrumental. Uh, I expect nothing less from Lord Heretic. You have uh, your super booming 808s, relatively simple drums, but this melody is definitely one for the books in terms of Lord Heretic and what he does. Or the heavier side of trap um i feel like he takes beats that you know like if you had like 50 trap and like hard like heavy beats heretic takes the one that like almost nobody wants and then fucking makes it into something like this because like this alone as an instrumental could work you know as a release or whatever but i feel like this is one of those cases and i'm pretty sure we had another song like this earlier on in the night where the artists just like made the beat so much better you know what i mean like heretic slid on this in the first half so winters did too but heretic fucking slid on this shit um so a very heretic standard instrumental um but regardless i like the choice solid mix for sure um and maybe heretic's vocals a little low but tracks two years old uh definitely not up to heretic standards now but all in all um mix was solid on the instrumental for sure. Um, let's move on to vocals. Vocals are interesting here because, like I said, you know, I love this dynamic of these two on this track, right? Um, but Heretic's vocals are so different from Winter's that, it, man, it, it's so dope. It's so fucking dope. So let's just talk about the mix first. The mix is okay. Um, once again, though, you can't really harp on anything that's, you know, two years old, three years old, you know. Because everybody's still improving, right? Everybody's still, like, getting better as they go. So when it comes to a vocals in the mix and, and uh, the instrumental, everything's really solid. And like I always say, some of these harder... Uh, heavier beats are pretty tough to mix sometimes you know 
um, especially when it comes to uh, heavier vocals and things like that, it can definitely be a bitch, without a doubt. So, Heretic's a veteran in this shit, though. Um, this track's two years old, and he's still going super, super fucking strong. Um, so, all in all, vocals are solid. Um, as far as Heretic's vocals go. Um, Winter's vocals are probably my favorite dynamic of this whole song. Not Winter's verse, but the fact that it's such a switch up. And it's not even like the greatest switch up I've ever heard. It's just like, it's done so well. It's done so well. Like, this is textbook shit. This is perfect. This is what makes a great fucking track to me. No matter what genre, no matter what the fuck you're listening to, if you're going to have a feature on your track and they're bringing some sort of like new element to what you already had on the track, right? Because Heretic could have rode this all the way home. We all know this. Heretic's a fucking absolute gangster when it comes to heavier trap metal. We know this. Heretic could have, he, he absolutely could have rode this whole thing. But the fact he got Winters on and Winters was able to add a new element to it and make it as cohesive as it is, very impressive. Very fucking impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. Very fucking impressive. And overall just makes for a classic. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Vocals I'm a huge fan of. For sure. For sure, for sure. So, instrumental, super solid. Um, vocals super solid from both Heretic and Winter's Twilight. Um, I enjoyed both their verses. But the overall theme is is where we're going to talk about the writing and... um. What this track means to a multitude of people, right? Because <clears throat> the average person, it's a bunch of noise. To a Heretic fan, this is probably one of their favorite tracks. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, this is definitely a personal favorite of mine. Uh, because Heretic was still able to do his thing on the track. But was able to bring in like... Winters for like this calmer, more chill vibe. I, 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 I really, really, really enjoy that, honestly. But I think the theme is, is relatively obvious, but um, it's, it's got this more like a darker tone of like death and like winters like expands a little bit deeper in his verse as well. But Heretic is definitely on the more violent side. And then winters has the more like, it, like dread almost like, like it's very like, you know, Grim Reaper esque, you know? So I feel like they both came together on this track to create some magic. I'm not going to lie. And Mix and Master by Winter's Twilight, man. So, I think both these homies snapped on this. 100%. This is, this is a great, great classic. I think this might be one of my favorite older Heretic tracks. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, this is great. This is great. I don't think I have any more closing thoughts. All in all, man, um, a great insight on some early Lord Heretic. Um... I'd like to see them work together a lot more for sure or or at least one more time to recreate this kind of magic because man they make a mean duo for sure they make a mean mean duo 
So with that said, man, shout out Lord Heretic and shout out everybody who submitted tonight. Make sure you follow Lord Heretic uh, at Lord Heretic. Make sure you follow Heretic on SoundCloud. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the, the description box of the YouTube re-upload. Ladies and gentlemen, we had one hell of a fucking show, okay? We... Uh, I'm pretty sure we hit peak numbers for Music Mondays. Um, we had about like 17 people in here at one time, which is more than I've gotten on my regular stream in, in a minute. Um, and I don't think I was ever going to say that about Music Mondays. Um, it's really crazy to see the support and um, the kind of artists that I've encountered along the way during this journey, man. Um, it's been fucking weird. It's been wild. Um, losing friends, losing money, losing this, losing that. A whole bunch of L's here, L's there. There's a point in time where I was starting Music Mondays and I didn't even know if there was an underground left. And I always talk about this with you guys, but... I always have to talk about it because it's important to what Music Mondays is. This isn't just some fun hobby that I do. Um, I've been working for platforms for a long time. Um, and I've done passion projects for a while. And uh, Music Mondays was a risk for me just because I didn't know if it was going to work. And uh, it was a lot of responsibility to put on myself knowing what I wanted to do, you know, to be able to run the podcast, update socials, upload the podcast, upload all sorts of content, SoundCloud Sunday, collect submissions, you know, um, you name it. I pretty much have done it all up until now. So if you're anybody who is a brand new supporter, if you're an old supporter, if you're just joining us, thank you. I appreciate it, man. The number one goal of Music Mondays is to become the greatest independent platform for art of all types. And we're slowly doing that, day by day. Um, 63 episodes in. Getting five-hour shows. 24-plus playlists. Uh, it's only growing, man. It's only growing, and, and, and I just can't uh, thank you guys enough, and without a doubt, I won't let you down, and uh, this, is, this is something that the underground needs, and this is something that independent art needs. Um, people need a place to go. People need to stop thinking that all platforms are just out for their pockets, um, and people need to start having faith in music. So, with that said, man, shout out to anybody who came through and showed love tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, new peak high viewership for Music Mondays. I believe we topped out at like 17 tonight. Um, literally, shout out everybody who came through, man. S seriously, man. You fucking King Mark, Rubes, Bloodcat, Cole, uh... Huli, what's good? I hope you're well. Uh, Zach, fucking, uh, 
Jesus Christ, bro. Fury, uh, Scarface, everybody else who's in the show earlier, man. Um, thank you. And once again, I'd like to give a huge, huge shout out to Fury, to Michael. Thank you for coming on the show tonight, man. That show will be uploaded sometime this week. Um, I believe... Um, maybe Thursday or so. I'm not sure. But, regardless. Are you going to check out the DM? Yeah, not on stream. Not on stream. I'll let you know. Um, yeah, shout out to anybody who came through, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, shout out to Fury. Shout out to Michael. Uh, that was a great show we had earlier. That'll be dropping sometime this week. Um, SoundCloud Sunday Volume 24 is live right now. Uh, SoundCloud Sunday Volume 25 submissions will be open this Wednesday. Submissions for next week's podcast open tomorrow. Um, new article this Friday. Shout out the Music Mondays team, man. Shout out Julian. Shout out everybody who's been riding their asses off. Go read our brand new article as well with Girl uh, IRL. That is an insane, insane article. Um, <clears throat> we're just putting in a lot of fucking work, man. Lots of really, really important stuff coming this month, <clears throat> including from myself um, and then myself personally as well. Um, I'm just trying to keep up the work, man. I'm just trying to keep up the work. So, that does it for episode 63. Like I said, shout out anybody who lurked, chilled, showed love. I appreciate it. Anybody who followed um, and came through, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I don't think I missed anybody, but if I did, um, Cold Case, thank you for the follow on me. I think that's the only one I missed. Cold Case, welcome, welcome to the motherfucking family, baby. Let's go. All right, man. I'll see you guys next week for episode 64. Make sure you follow Music Mondays on all social media at All Music Mondays. Um, it's going to be a great week, man. It's going to be a great week. Follow us on all platforms. Follow me on all platforms. I'll see you guys next week for episode 64. Submissions open tomorrow. Be safe. Enjoy yourselves. It's been your boy, Dom Slaves. And I'm out of here.